0: I don't know about oh, their- okay i mean then you got dc young fly yeah who started up it's really wild to think back this and this was like as we uh this is a good transition this was around that 2012 2013 yeah. 12 13 maybe 14 a little yeah that yeah. they was popping on vine because i remember when i was i graduated was graduating from grad school and i would go on youtube and just look at 12 minute videos of vine compilations and just be cracking mm-hmm. up I think it's something about that uh, when it's you only got six seconds to be funny or to catch my attention. It forces you to be creative. Yeah, because TikTok should be like ninety seconds long on our I swear. So some of them niggas ain't funny on TikTok. Like you, it's just some of them. I remember when World Star used to have
1: the Vine compilations every Friday, and I used to watch them.
0: Yeah, Vine was popping. It was that. Uh, it was that twenty twelve era. So that's a good transition. Uh, oh, started now, 2013. It started in twenty thirteen. It started in twenty thirteen. Yeah. You sure, uh, Professor Clark? I am. I looked it up, actually. You little mother. <laughs> well, for the sake of this, it, it was the 2012 era. Well, we'll say the era. Like, when we take, say 2012, it's like that era between, like, 11 and to 13, pretty much. Yeah, I will yeah, say that. Yeah. Then. Um, but, yeah, welcome to the Chicken and Liquor Hour. Uh, we have some returning guests. Uh, we have uh, Thugalina Jolie in the building. Um, shout out to uh, Louisville, Vilhoor. All day. Uh, you know the deal. Uh well Jacory don't. He's probably Vilhore.
2: How you gotta say it? <laughs> I've heard, heard you say it before. There you See, you know, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for rapping because that, that just solidified everything right there. He's heard you say it before because you got to say it everywhere you go, like in mixed company. <laughs> like, I'm supposed to go to Houston with my boyfriend for his birthday in March, and I can't wait to get around his family. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and throw that. Bill. I'm like, where, you, where are you from, young lady? Bill Hull? Bill Hull. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm from Louisville, Louisville, and then I go on. That's
0: that's my. Um. And then we have a uh, Dr. Clark <laughs> repping uh, Orlando, repping mm-hmm. Florida. So um, yes, it's you know, everything you've heard of Florida is true. Whatever they tell you about Florida, believe it. <laughs> Whatever they <laughs> say we did. We did. <laughs> they <laughs> did. Um, but yeah, growing up in Louisville, it, whore whore was just something you caught everybody. Whore didn't mean like a promiscuous woman, no, or no. prostitute. It was
2: what up, whore. You a punk? All right, if you about to fight, man, you a whore.
0: Like punk ass whore, punk ass, ass nigga. That's <laughs> as funny as hell.
2: Uh, Jacory's over here, like,
0: okay, it's cool. Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you guys want to do.
0: <laughs> uh, we're here today talking about um state of music in two thousand twelve compared to now, mm-hmm. ten years later, twenty twenty two. And when I was know. when I was, uh what'd you say? that's wild to
1: think of the 2012 stuff is 10 years old like good kid mad city is 10 years old this year i can't believe
0: that's crazy bro like as real as real like the a lot of the rappers now i was looking at all the different rappers who was dropping mixtapes in that era and i was thinking about how like that was kind of the that's pretty much like the last era of like true mixtapes when like i would go to live mixtapes or hip-hop dx to download a mixtape or something and it's just so different. And I'm looking at all these, so just to name a couple of uh, mixtapes that came out in 2012. You had Dom Kennedy, Yellow Album, Big Crit, Forever and a Day, Joey Badass, 1999, Childish Gambino, Royalty, Mac Miller, Macadelic, Fabulous, had Soul Tape 2, Big Shine, Detroit, Wiz Khalifa, Taylor, I, Taylor Allad, how do you pronounce it? Taylor Allen. Allard? Well, we just gonna, Taylor Alladise, that's what we're going with. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Meek Sound Mill, Meek Mill came out with Dream Chasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wale, for Lauren, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Ross, Rich Forever. Those are just a couple mixtapes to uh, name a couple. And I'm like, God dang, those some fire ass mixtapes that came out that year. Um, can you think what was like just a couple or two to three? We'll start with you, uh, Jolie. Two to three mixtapes that really stand out for you from that era. Um,
2: uh, definitely uh, Fab Cell tape. That's one of them.
0: Hell yeah, uh, that whole series was fire.
2: Yeah very nice and fab's not even he he's whack now to me so <laughs> he, got, he got a little corny he got corny over the years he's whack whack <laughs> and fuck. um of course i would i would be remiss not to say uh dream chasers because you need that that you need that intro like that that shit works forever like that's that's it that's a crowd mover Yep. That's 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 a workout song. That's a nigga. I got a lot on my mind. Song like that song just covers the the every every feel you need. So and
0: and and uh, real quick, it's extended generation. Like that's one of those songs that the younger people do at their events. Like when uh, like even you can hear it at any event. You hear it at a an athletic event. They'll play it at a wedding reception, people get turned up. At brunch, people get turned up. At the club, people get no turned matter. up. No matter what.
2: You be working out. You can you can be right, you're you gonna get, get that,
0: that energy when working somebody out. Somebody
2: push you off. You wanna put you, you throw that motherfucker on. Like, yeah, that's that's the one. And Forlorn. I love Forlorn. because
0: do you feel like it's kind of underrated? I don't ever hear people talk about that one when it comes to Wale.
2: Yeah, I like forlorn though. Yeah, that was good yeah. mixtapes. They had a lot of I mean, it was it was good music just in that. 2012 alone that was a lot of good music yeah i missed the mixtape era.
1: what about you jacore for me my top one's definitely rich forever i said before we recorded that i think it's one yeah. of the best gifts ever uh 1999 for sure and dream Chasers."
0: i will say i played the hell out of wiz khalifa taylor alledays i used to that's when the era when i used to especially when i graduated from grad school in that summer of 2013 like that next summer I used to ride around Bowling Green, windows down, get high, and just cruise around listening to that summer night. It was perfect for summer cruising evenings. I played the hell out of that. I played the hell out of the Yellow Album. Like I remember at WKU, we was playing the shit out of the Yellow Album. That was... That's one of the few West Coast rappers that I knew that everybody else was also listening to. But I also learned after moving down South, when I was in Florida, I didn't know a lot of niggas that listened to nom uh, Kennedy. I will say that. In Florida, they... For the most part, not everybody, obviously. is also different because he listens to everybody. But Mm -hmm. a lot of them niggas don't listen to anything that's not Florida – or well, that's not Southern related. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be be related to the South, basically. So, like, I mean, you got some of the niggas that listen to Jay-Z, but, like, they picking Boosie. (laughs) I was was a big Dom Kennedy fan. Say what? Asar was a
1: big Dom Kennedy fan.
0: Sar is a very different breed. First of all, yeah. he also had a, he also had house shoes. He had slippers with his initials in them, so he was just cool as hell. So he'll uh, he'll a different. But like from this era of these artists, you see like longevity though, because all those people I named for the most part outside of Fabulous, not really part of that era. He was just still releasing mixtapes. But all these artists, it's a lot of longevity here. Where like Big Shine may not be as big name as Detroit. I mean, it's a Detroit. It's Drake or something. But he's still popping, doing his thing. Like, that's some longevity. Currency? Currency? How long has Currency been doing
1: his thing, bro? Like, you know what's crazy about 2012? Is on the Rich Forever mixtape, that was one of the first times I heard Future on Ring Ring. And back then, people still considered Future an R&B artist. Like, he wasn't really rapping yet at, in 2012 like that.
0: Yeah. When you go and listen to like Pluto and different artists back, yeah. I mean, different songs and albums back then, he's a totally different artist. And we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. So we'll stick to the uh, to mixtapes. Um, first question I have. Uh, this is like I said, this is one of the last years I remember where mixtapes was like a huge thing. Do you feel like the state of hip hop is better, worse or still even kill with mixtapes not being such a, a huge thing? Go ahead, Ja'Cory, we'll start
1: with you. Uh, It's hard to say because like people still drop a lot of mixtapes but the thing is now we don't realize they're mixtapes like there's no difference anymore between mixtapes and albums like you know Young Thug dropped like 10 mixtapes before his first album and then they called his debut release and we're like well what was all this other stuff that came before that so it's like I feel like with mixtapes artists still have like more of a creative vision but also now most people are independent so they don't have a label telling them what to do anyway.
0: Yeah. And that that was the difference back then. That's why so many artists, their mixtapes were better because they could do whatever they want. They was their own creativity. They didn't have someone saying, well, we need a radio song. We need this. type, We need a song for the ladies. All right. We need a street hit. And so mixtapes is where we found that shit. So I I miss I do miss the mixtape era, though, like when you knew your favorite rapper was going to be dropping an album in December you knew they was going to drop a mixtape probably in like October or September or something to heat it up before the album dropped. It it was just so much excitement surrounding that. And so I missed that feeling. I don't know if it's also because I'm older now. So it's just also going to feel different. And I didn't even know if people was dropping mixtapes. I also heard that a lot of artists will drop an album on like streaming services and stuff. And then when they realize it's not getting the type of reviews they want, Then they call it a mixtape. Like, oh, that's just some leftover songs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. When it was was
1: before streaming services really took off, like we were still on Pandora. I think, I don't know, Spotify was around yet in
0: 2012. No, I if it was, like it wasn't popping yet that enough people even knew about it. And it's wild to think that, bro, as soon as I downloaded, when I first downloaded Apple Music, I think it was 2014 sometime. And that you know, you get like the three months free. So I'm like, so I'm using it. And then I'm going through it, I'm like, Bro, this is dope. I can just search any song and then yes, I can man. add it to a playlist. This is dope. Man. And then I really and I used to listen to Pandora every day. I haven't went back to Pandora since the moment I downloaded Apple Music, bro. I and- remember I
1: used to have to go on YouTube and rip the songs off of there and convert it to an MP3 Converted. if I wanted to put <laughs> it on my phone or my MP3 player.
0: Bro, we used to convert those songs, bro. Yeah,
2: yeah, too. Or you try to rip the YouTube videos and man the mp 3s like you had to work hard to get music like it right, <laughs> was working hard to get some motherfucking jam right.
0: we was working hard for everything like like i don't keep this like and I, I love how we can get music now. yeah just yeah. that the back of the day when you was downloading songs and making a, a and burning a cd and making right. a and like those were our playlists when you was putting everything on the cd yeah. that was and i found all my old mixtapes and stuff summer 06 jams yeah lap dance, lap dance album yeah, by... yeah. That, I okay. think
1: I was the guy in my school that would make mixtapes because our computer had two CD drives so you could put oh, them you was one of those one. yeah rich. he was rich <laughs> that's
0: yeah. how we look there someone had that was like bro they rich
1: or
2: you got the money over there
1: Usually, people give me lists of songs to make mixtapes out of yep
2: yeah I used that's to do right. that just just with my uh my broke ass single lonely drive and no, I was playing <laughs> Hell no.
0: Nah. <laughs> I will say that I, I miss the mixtape era, but that also yeah. could be because like when it's like when you're growing up, the music you first hear when you either first start having sex, first start like dancing with the opposite sex or whatever, and you're creating those type of memories. That music is always going to be the best music to me forever. Like that music, the, like the Jamie Foxx's album, uh, Unpredictable. Class I remember high. I was getting mad. I was getting mad buns. To that album, Mad Buns. To that album, that's forever gonna be one of my favorite R&B albums of all time, bro. Got
2: Mad Buns to it.
0: Mad Buns, Mad. When I and I put Mad in front of it, and I didn't say ass buns. What do I say? Buns, nigga. I had Mad Buns. buns. I remember me and this one chick. We would go to the movies. And When I say go to the movies, we just drive to the movies and then park in the back of the parking lot, Stony Brook Theaters. Wow. Park in the back of the parking lot and just for the duration of the movie, play that album. And just be in the back seat getting it on. Punching <laughs> exactly.
2: windows
0: all fogged up and shit. Cause I mean, when you 16, 17, where else was you gonna be able to
2: have sex? Cause you ain't having sex at your mama's house. Not at your mama's house,
0: you don't pay no bills here. No, the fuck, no. It was.
2: I think. I think with parents doing that. I felt like they was like, if I ain't getting fucked, I know for damn my kid ain't getting fucked. Like, <laughs> hey,
0: only, nah. person, only person getting cut in this house is me.
2: Right, the daddy off <laughs> ATL. I mean, the uncle off of ATL, straight up. <laughs>
0: Right. Uh, all right. So let's look back at 2012. We're just talking about the era. We talked about all the mixtapes and stuff. Um, this was also that era like Kanye West was winning all the Grammys. That's when he was uh, he had just came out with the uh, I think uh, two years prior, year and a half prior, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That was one of the weeks. Yeah I heard so many people say that's his best album ever. And like being a person that grew up the biggest Kanye fan, that's not even my top three favorite Kanye albums actually. Me neither. Yeah, I I I don't know where I'll put it. I think because first of all, my top my top two can switch like college dropout and late registration. Those are my favorite two, and those get switched just depending on what what day I feel like listening to it. So those are one and two, and then probably number three is uh, graduation. And then actually, I think I like eight oh eight to heartbreak better than my beautiful dark twisted mm-hmm. fantasy. You reached a little bit with that last one. I loved 808 to Heartbreak, bro. You know, I'm the am the sensitive nigga. So I was listening to the hell out of that shit, bro. I I was that was my shit. But that's when Kanye was winning all those awards as well, being nominated for every damn thing as well. That's when I think it he came number. out the summer in 2012. Oh no, like can you? Oh my fault. Like- <laughs> I told, that's what I was saying in 2010 is when he came out with my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And then, you know, usually with a big album like that for like two years, it's still going. It's winning awards, going on tour for all of that good stuff. Um, we're going to get to cruel summer. We keep pushing us forward, bro. Chill out. Um, so we're looking at 2012, looking at the state of how everything was. What do you look back on and makes you surprised that it didn't like translate to 2022? Like, what are you surprised that maybe an artist who didn't get bigger or what are a certain trend that was popping that's not popping anymore? What's something that you can look back on? Like for me, I'm shocked. I was always surprised that like big crit and big shine didn't end up being on that same tier and wale being on the same tier as J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick. But then I'm also surprised, not because I don't think he's just talented, but I'm surprised J. Cole ended up be- getting this big because I remember a time where everybody was like, he's boring and
2: People was not listening to him. Like they weren't checking for him. He slow cooked. I think that was the thing with J Cole because he could have easily fell between those two tiers. Like we could have been talking about him with sitting where Big Shine and Wiley and Crit are like secondary tiers. So yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I think it's just crazy that that was just ten years ago. <laughs> like that's ten years about
0: fast as hell, bro.
2: Yeah, Like, I just realized that Whitney Houston's been dead for 10 years. Next month, God damn, that's true. February 2012, yeah, that shit blew my mind. I said, Wow, you see,
0: my mind's blown right now. See? Like yeah,
2: I was like, Damn, what did, I said, So, so my high ass time is a concept, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a concept, man. That is well for moments. <laughs> what but really it, is
0: time, everybody? Like,
2: are we. But like
0: when you uh talk about like Jay Cole, he definitely so cooked, and I think that's a uh th- especially with Jay Z. I remember Jay Z having interviews back then. They would talk about Jay Cole. He's like, you all have to understand, we're not trying to build someone who can just create uh, get three hot singles and be hot for a summer or two. We're trying to create artists that's going to be around for fifteen and twenty years and be around like the old school artists, like the Whitney Houston's that we grew up listening to, and like Snoop Dogg and himself. And all of that, and not just having someone like a who was the uh, the one eye rapper that was big as shit for like a year and a half. Uh, right. Oh,
1: Fetty Wap. Fetty shit, slick rig. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I mean you was I mean that's close enough.
1: Yeah, I got some seventeen thirty eight on my uh end table right now.
0: Hey man, uh <laughs> he was. What
2: happened to Fetty Wap? See. Nigga, he was
0: hot from that year, bro. Especially that summer.
2: that. I the yodeling shit wasn't going to last. That's what that was. It was like, all right, for that nigga.
0: <laughs> but he was very much just a trend. But like with J. Cole, like a lot of record labels would have dropped J. Cole because those first couple albums, not until what, four Hills Drive is when he really like... I'll, dude, give that's Born Center. I'll give him Born Center. Born Center is when he started getting more... But Force Hill's Drive is when he blew up, and that's when I'm like, Damn, y'all know J. Cole now? Like,
2: well, it was was literally like a roller coaster, it was the the slow climb. Like, uh, people knew him from his mixtapes because J. Cole has good mixtapes, hell yeah! So, like, a couple people knew him from there, so it was just like a slow climb. And what so what Jay Z said in the interview actually turned out to be true because you don't want you don't want it instantly, unfortunately, because if it's hot too quick, then you're going to be out of here fetty wop. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. So, shout out to him being patient. And I used to try to get Eric bro. like, I'm telling you, bro, he's dope. J. Cole, y'all going to like this nigga. And people used to be on Twitter, man. They'd yep. be like, uh, after listening to a J. Cole album, then it's a meme of someone sleep taking mm-hmm. a nap. And I was like, I could get some people saying that I could get it. But I do think it was for J. Cole, it was these projects that really kept catapulting him to the next level. It was obviously that we said Forest Hills Drive, "Born Center, but Friday Night Lights is that one that really started giving everybody everybody's attention to him. And that Friday Night Lights was supposed to be an album. It was going to be his uh album at first. And I uh, have y'all seen the story about, he said that uh Jay-Z got pissed off at them for releasing it as a mixtape because it was supposed to be an album. And they was like, well, we can't keep waiting. We just got to drop something. We got to drop this because we know it's heat. And that would have been a fire album. Like, <laughs> that, that definitely would have been a fire album. But yeah, that Friday Night Lights, man, I was listening to that when I was going through all the 2012 music, and I ended up on, uh, on uh, Friday Night Lights. And I'm like, damn, that's, that was a moment in time. I remember where I was when I was first listening to that. Mixtape, shout out. Remember, and then he did a tour just <coughs> off of Friday Night Lights. He did a, a tour where he just performed Friday Night Lights, like a 13 city tour one summer. So, Janko's always been creative the way he markets his stuff too, because I remember he was renting out movie theaters and he was doing uh, bringing in his fans to have like little uh, listening parties to listen to his music in the movie theaters. And then remember, he was like, if you are in New York and you bought the album, post a picture and send me your address and I'll show up. And he was popping up in niggas houses for real just chatting with him for like 30 minutes. Like, J. Cole. that's why I always, I think J. Cole blew up because he stayed real to his fans. He didn't try to be something different. He didn't try to have shock value. He knew who, who his fans were. And he's like, well, I'm gonna just, I got fans. I'm not gonna be out here keep trying to get new fans and complain that other niggas don't like me. And that's one reason why Wale had paused for a little bit because he was so worried about niggas that didn't love him. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. So that that's what I'm, uh, was surprised about looking back to 2012. You got
1: anything, Jacory? Um, I'm surprised Jay Electronica never really blew up like that. Um, yeah. Even though he's he's pre 2012, but still like around that time. Um, there was so there was this weird little time around 2012 2013 when John Legend was doing all these good songs like with Maybach. <laughs> and I I'm a little surprised that that didn't continue in any way because that all that stuff sounded really good. <laughs> I remember when he, he
3: was, was on the, campus, on the
0: hook. Killed Nas and Ross. And then I he- was about to say that he got that song with Nas. Mm-hmm. And like Rich Boy, he got a song with Rich Boy and Nas, I think. Something like, mm-hmm. it's a song with, yes. It's a song he's got with, I got to look it up now, but he's got a song with uh, Rich Boy. And he, I he remember did a whole bunch of songs with Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: that music.
0: Hey, that's funny as hell. That's that's a good one, Jaquari. <laughs> oh, Ghetto Rich. Ghetto Rich. Uh, Rich boy featured John Legend, Lil Wayne, and yeah,
1: Nas. Nice. I think I heard that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I just I missed that era, like that specific,
0: you know, time, and I wish that would have continued. Right, John Legend also put music to the back. He wasn't about like the music. I don't know if it's he put it to the back to focus on other things, or he started realizing, all right, my music's not translating like it used to, so I got to make sure I'm doing this other stuff as well. I think that's the same thing with Ludacris. Ludacris realized music's changing and I'm not the same, like, they not feeling my music as much as they used to, so let me, I'm popping in this other world. I mean, he's in $100 million movies, Fast and Fucking Furious, for so long, too. That was oh, a good cool. one, Corey. though. I really,
2: <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of
1: that. Another thing, Rich Homie Quan. we all thought he was going to be so big,
2: Yeah.
1: and then Young yeah. Thug blew past him.
2: Well, so, Rich what? Homie Quan fucked himself up at the VH uh, one Hip Hop honors, honors and yep. fucked up the, uh, the Biggie song, like, yeah. bro you ain't do your due diligence also yeah. that was just for you to be in this industry and for you to not to at least know the cadence of the fucking verse you could have skid through it if you knew the cadence yeah. like even yeah. if you didn't know the words you could have uh, uh, but now nah, you just like fuck i mean fucked it up and not in a good way like fudged it to- and his excuse uh,
0: his excuse was, in the South, we were listen to nah, a fuck nigga. That shit,
2: nigga. If I tell you I'm paying you to do a fight, you do learn your nigga. I don't care where you from. If you yeah. go overseas and they want you to do some shit for them, and the check is right, you damn right, I'm going to learn your motherfucking song. how I go? Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> I remember when Rich Quan like first started to blow up, there were rumors that Future stole his flow, even though Future came out first.
0: Well, just because you came out first don't mean anything. He could have yeah, like, just blew up first.
1: Yeah, Rich Homie was like doing music first and then Future <laughs> took his flow. So I remember like we thought he was gonna be huge at first.
0: Yeah. Hey, you remember rewinding back to around like oh five, oh six. Who was it? Gilly the kid said Lil Wayne stole his flow. Yeah. And okay. then Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne changed his entire flow and then blew up from that. He was Lil Wayne was like, All right, fine, I'll change it and I'm gonna be bigger than you. And he did well, Gilly also said
1: he used to write for Wayne.
2: Yeah, I remember
0: that. Yeah, too. Which that could, I mean, that could very well be true because I mean, Lil Wayne's bars also got better when supposedly he stopped working with Gilly the Kid. So, <laughs> what's it say about you, Gilly the Kid? So... Your, pen was, your pen was dated. That's what it says. Hey, wait a minute. Is that the same Gilly the Kid that's like podcasting and stuff now? That's the same yeah. one. I've never put two and two together that that's the same one. Like he's oh, one of those OGs that is no. stuck in a certain time frame. Yes. He is... I like <laughs> he that. Is... Like who? Oh yes, Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Did you see Cassidy's battle rap with Arsenal? Yeah, I saw it. How he embarrassed himself. Yeah, yeah. Cassidy's also somebody that has not evolved with, uh, with time. Like when you like, I'm not saying Allen Iverson, but when you see the way Allen Iverson dresses, he still dresses like it's the mid 2000s.
2: Yeah, like he's not letting it go. Like some people, <laughs> some people, you're gonna, they gonna evolve with the time, and then there's some people that's gonna get stuck in the time, and that's it. Like, you can cancel because we got parents like that. Like, once they find their groove, I'll, nigga, it's Jabot, so I'm dead. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. You rag with a fitted. <laughs> I got throwback jerseys in here. I, I'm still rocking this shit. I don't give a fuck what Jay Z said about some button ups, nigga. <laughs> this
0: shit, <laughs> shit cost shit. too much money.
2: Yeah, I, I got it till I'm dead and you're gonna inherit the shit you better wear it. <laughs> right.
0: I got a homeboy now that still be wearing them uh baggy uh button downs with jeans all the time, like uh like it's in back in the change clothes Jay-Z era. Come that's on, he when dresses <laughs> and he wears the hair at the perfect to not all the way to the side or to the front, but that perfect angle. He yeah, he's stuck. He said that was my that was when I was popping. And I'ma keep that memory alive.
2: So sad. So sad. Pray- <laughs> That's what you need to pray for. Prayers for that. Prayers to it.
0: Praise up to him. prayers up to the to the homie See Your style, your out.
2: swag, my brother. I hope that you can evolve. Come on. <laughs> what
0: what rappers do you feel like you wish would just not be rapping anymore for the, just because their music they haven't dropped anything good in years? Are there any rappers you like? You know what? Just go, you was dope at one time. I still got mad respect for you, but just wrap it up, for you. Um, For me, uh, Kanye. I was about to say Kanye, but I thought that'd be a hot take. No, now no, we, me and uh, me and Joe Lee, talked about that before. We okay, then yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> I definitely. think he he's trying too hard now. It's like, bro, what are you now? Your mama's house is on fire. Which, what, is, what in the fuck is going on? And uh, then you letting future executive produce? What in the fuck? Wait a minute, how the future executive on? produce. He's, he's executive producing down to two. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. The I wrote. Thank you.
0: I'm I'm exhausted.
2: This is sad. This is so sad. And it's the fact that people really find this entertaining, and I just find it fucking sad. This, man gave pete davidson bars <laughs> like pete davidson saturday night live stand-up comic like that is stupid i don't understand why rappers want to go at like you, it's not smart to go at comedians because they're just gonna make a joke out of the shit
0: correct like he's just gonna make a joke over the old
2: snl <laughs> on the biggest platform he got bigger than you way bigger than you you wanna know why i know because snl been on for like 70 fucking years <laughs> way, bigger, <laughs> correct. way bigger than kanye about. Wait a minute.
0: She said SNL was born in the
2: 40s and 50s. God dang. There is literally, I think that is like he's not far off. It's like 47 seasons. Like yeah. 50, Oh no, 50. it is. Yeah, yeah. It but is they've been on since the 70s. It's been. Yeah, yeah, long fucking time. so they're way bigger than Kanye West. It's just the fact that he's so much older than him. Like, you supposed to be this grown ass black man, but this skinny, big dick white boy got you. You not have to add that. You have to add the big dick. In. <laughs> I actually want to talk about it because it's so funny. It's so funny because you wouldn't look at Pete Davidson and be like, Yep, <laughs> just, I he know just, he got it. <laughs> he a goofy, he's just a goofy young white dude and living that's his what, life. And that's what some guys fail to, you know, forget. Like the funny guy. Listen, you can make a girl laugh. Them draws is coming off, though. Like
0: hey, I've been the funny guy for a long time, so I know. And I was, and I used to be fat too, so I was getting them sundown.
2: You can make some. You can make us laugh. We gonna you to laugh these draws right up off us, like. All yeah.
0: right. Hey, <laughs> uh, sad bar. I be trying to tell my young niggas all the time because these young dudes have just become they're so whiny like the young, like the younger than you generations record they're like they whine and cry all of time women you can't get this can't let do that i'm like Nigga, i'm five seven and i used to be i used to be 270 pounds at five seven still pulling chicks like what the what so don't get mad at them and then what you've seen now this is why sometimes I hate telling people I have a podcast now, because now it's this new thing where these dudes mm-hmm. create podcasts just to bash on women. Yeah. Just and, and they're bashing on one specific type of women. They're yeah. bashing on like the Instagram women and the social media chicks and the influencers. And you're bashing on them saying that they would never have sex with a guy like you because you're mad that they won't have sex with a guy like you. So now you just bash women all the time, like who raised these yeah. niggas?
2: Nobody, that's the problem. Did nobody raise these motherfuckers? No, you,
0: you know who did Marvin's room? Marvin's room raised these. Room.
2: You and Whip say the same thing. <laughs> that's y'all's pinpoint. You and, and shout out to Leroy. But y'all literally say the same thing because he always says, I blame Marvin's room for all of this shit. All of this. I shit. Swear.
1: Well, Marvin's <laughs> room is with it. Huh? What Marvin's room gotta do
2: with it? Because
0: Marvin's room, Drake was whining like a motherfucker on that song. It's on that
2: girl's voicemail because she didn't want to fuck with him no more. And it's like he's like, you and since you, you responded,
0: since you're responding, I know he's not there since you picking up the phone. Uh, high, key, high Key,
1: that's why I didn't like Drake until nothing was the same came out.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, uh, remember. So speaking of that, so going back, take care, I think came out in 2011. Yeah. Take Care came out in 2011, so then you fast forward 2012 was all about that album and what he was doing, and that was that was the album. That created such a divide where people were either like, "Man, I, this album's dope, I love it," or like, "Man, this is just so fast, nigga." Was everybody corny. was everybody was so mad, and that's back when it was fun when Charlamagne used to go with Drake. All the oh, there was a different yeah. that was a different Charlamagne back then. He was always trolling back then. Also, like, I remember
1: when he brought DMX on the show and DMX bashed Drake. Right?
0: <laughs> bro, he was the rapper that every older rapper loved to bash. They was. Like remember that at one time frame it was Soja Boy and Waka Flocka where everybody was bashing. And then Drake had his turn, but it was tough because you're like, he can rap. Like he's got bars, but he just chooses to whine. And uh-huh. take care, take care was bars and whining. It was a little bit of both. So that was that so take care and Marvin's room did create a lot of these crab baby ass niggas though. It, it
2: it did create that unfortunately. tied yeah. to a lot of shit that you know they <laughs> just yeah. entitled to a lot of shit. I'm like, come on, my guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Take care
1: until recently. You what? I didn't really appreciate Take Care until like recently, like in the past few years.
2: That's my favorite Drake album. That's one of mine's too. I still but, like nothing was, the same,
1: nothing was the same more.
3: You yeah. know what? That so I don't, don't go like, back like that.
1: Say
0: what?
2: when I that's when I fully started to like Drake because like for a while there it was the singing or the he's st- to me he's still not a singer it's he's just harmonizing that's not singing oh
1: yeah definitely I agree I agree
2: because he doesn't like I hate when people like he'd be singing too much like he's not even singing he's harmonizing <laughs> and he does the same harmonizing on every fucking track but for some reason it seems to work so we gonna keep fucking with it but it did get aggravating for a while it was like all right bro it's you like could do was- better like they, Imagine
0: imagine, imagine a nigga calling you one night drunk on a Friday night at like 1230. You up smoking, cracking up, watching one of your shows, watching something, having an enjoyable time. You see this name come across the color ID. You're like, what he want? Like, I, I, okay, let me answer. And he's just whining and stuff. He's like, you could do better. Like, what is your response to a nigga that says that?
2: I'm hanging up the phone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no response, you just hanging up. <laughs>
2: Like, bro, get that drunk ass off my phone. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like, that oh,
0: you—he must not be there since you picking up now.
2: <laughs> hey, says you better stop. You better stop calling for handling the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but you yeah. know, like,
1: whenever Drake collaborates with like real singers, then you can actually see. Like when he had on the weekend on Crew Love, he didn't even try to sing on that song.
0: He's smart. See, that's why he's as big as he is, cause he knows his limitations.
1: And when he um, who was that? Brian McKnight. He performed with at the ESPYS
0: one year. Yep,
1: yep. And like, that's the difference in their voices.
0: <laughs> hey, Dre's funny as hell, cause he knows what he's doing. That's the difference. He's not yeah. oblivious to any of it, but yeah. he definitely created this generation of crybabies and stuff. It's like it. That's the kind of songs that gave people like, and I love Bryson Taylor, but gave Bryson Taylor the audacity to create the, some of the songs he creates. Like, if you just listen to the lyrics. On some of these songs, like on "Don't," when he talking about "Don't don't go get nobody else yet, just wait for me to get my shit together, cause I'm gonna come back." Like you got the audacity to say that to
2: somebody? <laughs> hey, but that's the crazy. Like he ain't, but that he's being true to character though. Like he's not lying because there's there's guys out there that that do feel that way. The again, the entitlement feeling like. You know, if we had some once before, like we can always <laughs> have it. Man, take your weak ass on. If, if it's not active, it's not happening. You know? <laughs> but you could do better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I am. And, I, and that's what I'm going to go do. I'm going to go do better.
1: Hello. Loki, he kind of did that first on SoundCloud. He was
0: just a little harder. Oh, definitely. Oh, he was
2: just more of a thug with it,
0: though. Yeah.
2: Soundcry.
0: So I, I was just fucking them bitches. Yeah, I was that. Yeah, back.
2: Like, back. <laughs> like like, i just going to imagine my man being in my face and being so bold to say that shit. And he looking at you like you crazy. Like, what the
0: fuck is wrong right. with you? I was just fucking the bitches. I was going to get right
2: back. Unless, that's when you want to pause the tape and be like, so let's switch. and like, I was just there sucking some dick. I was just going to get <laughs> right back. Like, A nigga is, will uh, kill himself. Shit
3: like
0: exactly. that. <laughs> Niggas will kill themselves thinking that girl. See, that's why women are just so, so much better than men because women do have so much space in their heart to forgive, like, well, it's a, it's a line, it, it's a line between you, you're so forgiving, and you're just dumb, there's a, there's a line, it's a thin line, but women can find space to forgive so much quicker, because then you, as soon as you tell a man, or he sees a video of you sucking some dick, that, like, I'd most rather for you be having sex with somebody, rather than sucking dick, because sucking dick is really for his pleasure, and you doing this for this clown, like, I couldn't, like,
2: <laughs> yeah, that hurt, no, I don't, I- I, me personally, I don't condone revenge head. That just don't make no sense.
0: <laughs> revenge head is a wild thing to think.
2: Of. Yeah, because that ain't how's that pissing him off. Like you pleasure somebody else, like nigga, getting nothing out of it. Absolutely That's like me trying to tell a dude like you know, not You really piss off if you come over here, eat my ass. <laughs> out <look. laughs> of Through the roof. Hey, see, I see
0: you. Uh, I see you mad at your girl. You know what you should do. Um <laughs> uh, eat my ass eat this ass uh-huh. i mean we're not gonna have sex but take a picture of you eating my ass that'll really piss your girl off
2: hey i'm talking about it it's gonna that's gonna make her act right like no that's not <laughs> I'm, pretty
0: sure a, I'm pretty sure there's a uh there's a population of niggas that's grooming to become that type because i've seen these niggas really are like they are different breed these days like niggas going broke spending money on only fans that's how i know they're a different breed
2: listen Paying. They me pay, the last six dollars. Just to see the person. Just to see the please, right. <laughs> please. Baby, ma'am. Baby, 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 please. Please, can, can you please. I just want to watch it one time. Like, that's that's what's so wild to me. I couldn't get into the OnlyFans. There's nobody out here that I want to pay money to see you do anything. Like, no. <laughs> because
0: when you scroll through Twitter, it's all on the timeline. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna pay. It's free. Porn is free. free.
1: Oh. With OnlyFans, I think they got this fantasy that's, like, because you have a direct connection to them, as long as yeah. you pay them enough and message them, like, they'll somehow
0: like they'll you. will keep coming comedy. back. They, yes. personal for, it's personal for them. No. What's that's personal,
2: sad, bro. I, I need the physical. This this, this shit right here, that, that don't do shit for me. Like, me, I mean, that's cool. Like, I would, I may enjoy, like, a Jack out video or two, but it's not something that I would pay money to, like. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to pay. Hey, hey, my brother, I got, I got I got about 15. Well,
0: first of all, also, as a woman, though, so the, the difference between men and women, a woman, you could text 10 dudes right now and be like, send me a picture of your dick. At least seven of them, at the minimum, seven will do it, at the minimum. Not saying that's the dudes you want, but you have options, that at least seven <laughs> will send you a picture. If Manager Corey texts 10 women right now, hey, can I see your titties? Maybe one, maybe one or two. <laughs> maybe one or two. Hey, like, comes out? hey, can I see your titties? Can I? Yeah, that's how I text. Like, hey, how's your day going? Can I see your titties, please?
1: <laughs> I get blocked by most of them. You what? I said, I would get blocked by most of them. Or,
0: yeah, they would block you. Or they would be like, "Are oh, you are so silly. They would think that you're joking. You're either going to get blocked or like, I'm silly. So they're going to think, well, you are dumb. LOL. Or they would think someone took my phone and it wasn't really me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or that, but yeah, we're not gonna get women to send their titties
2: back as a woman, though. We're gonna get dudes is not that now. they getting a little more sassy. they're getting a the little more, a little more like now. So, now nah, that <laughs> wouldn't work, it wouldn't work because, like, for me, since I'm in a relationship now, if I did shoot out texts like that, the Text that's coming back is don't you got a boyfriend? Oh like, yeah, that's uh, what. I, yeah, that is
0: yeah. true though.
2: Instead of being like, like regard, like regardless of boyfriend or not, like let me see your dick. They gonna be like, boom, like no, they wouldn't have. Most of them would be like, don't you got a boyfriend for I that? I still
0: think you there I still think you're discounting a lot of niggas yeah, that yeah, you yeah. could, you could get on social media and DM them, and but that's different. Like and that, they're not gonna care. I'm just I, saying. I'm just saying overall, and I, obviously, I haven't done research on these numbers.
2: Obviously. I can, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember one time like tweeting about uh probably dick prints or something like that and then just that that's that's like uh somebody's search word because then all of a sudden my dm started going off like re- it with requests. i'm like what the fuck is going on or like some weird dudes that already followed me and they'd be like hey um, um
0: <laughs> is that how they say
2: <laughs> in my head are uh, they send the eyes or something like hey so you know i see you Tweeting about Prince, you wanna you wanna see mine? It's like <laughs> Hey, you would be better. don't ask me, do I wanna see yours? You would be better off just firing it off. Just
0: Cause either way, if I don't want to see it, if you're asking or just randomly sending it, I'ma block you. Even if I either don't. Either way,
2: because you already gonna sound like a creep by like coming out of nowhere. I'm like, hey, so I got, a, <laughs> I have a print pick for you. I guess
0: uh, typing in "dick prints on Twitter is like uh, when women type in "sugar daddy," then they get all these older men. Hey, are you looking for sugar? they like, I, every time I see somebody on my timeline type in "sugar daddy," I go to the uh, responses. And it's like twelve old niggas in them. Like, so you should message me, boot. Message me, beautiful.
2: <laughs> right. Give you. I'll, I'll send you twenty five hundred right now.
0: For a picture of your feet.
2: Right. I'm like, damn. Hey man, that's a weird. world
0: when will are five
1: hundred, and you don't do it. I feel like you kind of stupid.
0: What you say? If they
1: offer you twenty five hundred for that, and you don't do it, well, well they don't. gotta send the money first. Send the right. money first. True, true. true. I'm,
2: I'm Chris Tucker. I don't know you, man. Same time. Same time. I <laughs> same don't know time, know you, Same
0: same time now, brother. it's a a, those are things going back in 2012 we would have never seen coming like like the only fans and the nakedness on social media we would have never seen that shit coming bro and that was the fun back then
2: i think that was actually the start that was actually the start of like most of the nudity because i think that was around the time when rihanna had dropped that picture and everybody was shocked (laughs) <laughs> with her nipples out because she had she had her titties out and she had them period like it was a lot because it was we again like you said we hadn't experienced anything like that she was just like fuck it i'm gonna do it it was like whoa and i was like yo what is going on like you yeah. were a little more shy to see it now like versus you know i think even kim did something remember she had that big butt thing with the mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Kim's done a couple weirdo naked like 14,
1: 2014, 15.
2: Yeah, I guess it was weird. And, but that yeah. was start. I, I really feel like Rihanna probably started in like 2012. Cause I
0: and think now, now it's like you can go out and women and it was an album at
2: that time, I think. Yeah, yeah, like, it was
0: unapologetic. Yeah. But now it's weird. It's now you can go out to brunch and women wear see-through shirts and you just see their titties easily. Now back then I remember boy, y'all had to work hard to see some titties when I was did you see? Years that, uh,
2: did you see that Twitter thread where they was talking about how we used to go out to the clubs back in the um before that we used to go out in business casual? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> we did when I look and then I looked at some of my old pages. Like, damn, we was going to. College parties and business casual. I wear button down and jeans.
2: Right. We got to got the 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 dress on and the heels. Like we was really like we was like we just got off work working downtown, like in the movie. <laughs> we
0: we went to happy hour Happy back.
2: hour. Yeah. <laughs> happy hour, guys. Like that's how we was dressing, going into the club at like 23,
0: 24, 25. Friday, Saturday night, you going out dressed up in business casual, bro. Like and I'm especially and then being in college. You have a like alphas and kappas coming in wearing a cardigan, a tie. we wear in a we're, <laughs> we're in polos and jeans. It's
2: hot. Attire has changed. Yeah, and that I mean that's a good thing. Like with you yes. know, that's that's a plus because I would hate to you know see these girls out here struggling like we we had to wearing them heels in the class. That's why we wear we don't most of us don't wear heels now. Like we fuck that shit. We don't wear heels so much. That we done got old. We like niggas flats. He's you, For me, you getting these tennis shoes, nigga. <laughs> yeah,
0: Jacory didn't uh, experience that era. That's why I've been he quiet. That was before. <laughs> That's he, he knows his place. He knows his place. <laughs> uh, I, that I, is, that is really wild. For the, for the older audience members. <laughs> they remember <laughs> those days. We definitely was. I remember being sophomore, junior in college, going to a party on a Friday night. And it's just a regular party. And we really was getting like dressed up and shit, like wearing right? cardigans and, this and sweater nice. vests, sweater
2: vests. <laughs> like you had a like you had a job interview right after the party, like you was about to go. And when I get through getting drunk, I'm gonna go, you know. For
0: this internship, I got interview for this internship.
2: Y'all yeah, yeah I gotta get this job real quick.
0: <laughs> people only dress
1: like that to Top Flight anymore. So <laughs> you, what? You remember Top Flight, Will? Yeah. What'd you say, yeah. though? I was saying people only dress like that for Top Flight now.
0: Our top flight is this hood ass club in Tallahassee. And it's right in the middle of a neighborhood. Like there's a Dollar General down the street. There's a church right around the corner. There's houses across the street and next to it. It's legit. You like huh? It's like Co's? uh yeah it's similar to that it's just the south tallahassee version of it so it's a little bit so it's more hood
2: because <laughs> kyle got a, remember kyle's got a school across elementary school across the street yeah. and there's literally like houses next to it <laughs> it's
0: very similar to that it's very and then it's the the drinks are strong as hell like and then all the servers and stuff are wearing like white button with black ties and stuff they're all like dressed up as well and it's like older black folk too and, like, you, they ask the U.S. to get a drink. They pour you the drink. They pour just a little bit of juice, and then the rest mm-hmm. of the glass is liquor. The drinks are strong. And they got fire-ass catfish and chicken wings in there, too.
1: Right? Yeah, I would wear full suits to talk flight. Do you? At, when I used to go, I would, yeah.
0: Really? So that's how well, – well, when you get in certain southern towns, they also – like we was talking about, Allen Iverson dressing like it's the mid-2000s. I've learned in the when you get into the South, that's where you see a lot of those people who stuck in a certain time time frame. That's a
1: lot of Tallahassee. They stuck in 2000. Yes.
0: <laughs> Tallahassee, it's between 2007 and 2013. You know how many cars I see in Tallahassee
1: with still got 28 inch rims with candy paint? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that is true.
0: That, yeah. man, I, yeah, you, you're right, that is true. I didn't even think about that. That's why Tallahassee is such a weird town because you have like that old school Southern black mentality. You have FAMU there, then you have Florida State across the tracks, and you get at Florida State all these, a lot of like rich white kids from South Florida, and they don't go on FAMU side at all. And then you have like the the young black people who work for Florida State, where we'll go to like the places where some of the white people go to sometimes that work in Florida State, you'll text your friends from FAMU, and you're like, I'm at Madison social. And they're like, what the fuck is Madison social? They don't like the black folk over there. Don't come over to the shit over by FSU. So Tallahassee is a weird, is a, is a different type of town. It's definitely weird. I, I mean, we had some good times in Tallahassee though.
1: Yeah, Because you just talked about segregation. I got to talk about bulls. <laughs> but Tallahassee is the uh-huh, only- so
0: Bullwinkles is the
1: bar in Tallahassee. Bullwinkle's is the only place I've seen this in where it's like the front part of the bar is clearly for black people, and the back part is clearly for white people, and they play literally music
0: in both sides of the bar. It's very it is for real. That is not that is not an exaggeration whatsoever. In the front is all the black folk, is hip hop, they'll play old school RB 90s music, they'll go back to the 80s, shit. A lot concert. of South,
1: so a lot of iceberg. If you're from Florida, they'll play. Yeah, that.
0: definitely. South Florida rap music, Florida rap, period, all of that. But then you go on the back side, it's a bunch of white kids that are dressed up because you know and they're white playing kids
1: incubus and oasis and all <laughs> these ass fans.
0: Or no, they also white people love rap music that came out like 10 years prior all the time. Mm-hmm. So they're still listening to shit that came, they're listening to Flow Rida, they're listening to shit that came out in 04 and all that. They'll be listening to Lean With It, Rock With It. Like they like <laughs> ch- shit. They still think play- <laughs> holiday Inn and they be jam- That's my gym. And you know. White people fucking love genuine ponies. White right. people play I don't understand why do white people love genuine ponies so you much. forgot get low. Oh they love get low and the way they get low is just awful. It's straight just, back. Just, just straight back. with pancake butts, about a bunch of pancake booties. So, but Bulls Bulls is very. They also had all you could drink for ten dollars. So that's why yeah, it was such. Yeah, a that's crack. why we used to go. <laughs>
2: that's all you can drink for ten bucks. Mm-hmm. Ten dollars, nigga, and then big you ass, pay. Ass, I was gonna
0: say ass, you could pay like an extra what five dollars, and they'll give you a giant cup. Yeah. And they'll yeah. just pour the liquor in, so you don't have to keep going back to get another drink. And so I would pay that extra five. Big ass like gas, bigger than gas, gas station. cups. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> my first, my first time at Bulls, like right before we left, I went back up to the bar like six times to get water because I was so thrown off the jack.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like I would need both. I'm gonna need. Let me get two drinks. I'm gonna need a water. Yeah. I need my liquor just to that's keep. A- a- B-
0: Bulls is a was a fun spot. I- that was one time we went, and I remember I was standing next to the security guard. The security guard was sitting there smoking a blunt, and I was like, "What's up, bro?" He said, "What's up?" He said, "You trying to hit it?" And I was like, oh, shit, my will, my will. Okay. So he, so I'm sitting there smoking weed with the security guards. And then a police officer walks up and he goes, and a police officer was like, bro, you smoking? This is legit what he goes. He's like, bro, you smoking? And he said, I oh, mean, I just had to get a little hit, man. My little homie wanted something. I was like, hey, bro, don't break me into this with the police. <laughs> but the police was just like, oh, okay, bad. Well, just, you know, chilling out a little bit. And he walked off. <laughs> and then he passed me the blunt back and we was still smoking. All right. Yeah, uh, a little uh, bit. That, but no, like, like you can have a really good time in Tallahassee when you're in a certain age frame in a certain part of your life. You gonna have bulls a little ain't little like time. that no
1: more though. Bulls is dead now. Damn, for real. Yeah. They only they
0: pulled off the front part. It's only the back part now. That hurts, bro. It was a it was a good time back in the day. I had a nice ratchet time. All right, we've been on this for a minute. Uh, move on one more. Twenty twelve. Um, we are twenty twelve still. So there was no music streaming back then, like we already talked about. I just watched a documentary on streaming farms. Have y'all heard of that?
2: No. We'll so
0: apparently, streaming farms is where like somebody from a record label, somebody that works for an artist, there's like these underground places that will they set up all these laptops and phones and everything, and they'll pay like someone twenty five thousand to make sure this artist gets this amount of streams. Basically, they're paying for streams. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even remember the story that like back in I think twenty thirteen or, or twenty fourteen or fifteen. French Montana's people got in trouble for paying for streams uh g Easy, like so many artists they said a lot of the artists that when you get on Spotify and Apple Music those artists that pop up that's like artists to listen to that you would have never heard of and you're like how's this nigga blowing up they're getting in trouble because their A&Rs are paying for streams and they're paying 20 and 30 thousand dollars just for this artist to get streams. so thank you so I'm like, I've been thinking of different artists. I'm like, that's how that nigga blew up, cause I know that nigga's music ain't that good, and this nigga's blowing up. And then, so none of the streams are from actual people, but because it's showing up in everybody's playlist now, now you're now you're listening to it more, and now it's in your head, and people just playing them now. And I wonder what artists probably have benefited from this, you know? And I, I can't even think of any off the top of my head, but that's one part of how streaming is ruining music, where it's making artists who would have never blew up. I, I know I'm gonna, get, I'm, not,
1: I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this i think ed sheeran is using streaming farms
0: <laughs> I I, I would don't be surprised being,
1: to this guy's music
0: he's so he's talented i will say he is a talented artist but when i've listened to his music let's say he's got an album of 12 songs it's only like three songs where i'm like man this is dope and the rest and i consistently have listened to the different albums so i I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. Like I, I just wonder who are the artists that's doing that now. And then it also can see that the artists who are not doing it. Like obviously Big Crit is not doing it. Because Big Crit would be big as shit if he decided to do it. That's true. And but it's also like if I'm an artist like a big crit who has put in work work after work for like 12 years, and his music is always dope. I would understand if you wanted to do
2: that. I was about to say you would eventually do it, like eventually. You'd be it's like a
0: baseball player. It's like a baseball player doing steroids, steroids mm-hmm. to get a hundred million dollar contract. Like I get why Alex Rodriguez would do steroids, nigga. I'm trying to get 150 million dollar contract, so I get it. And so, like, you put all this work in, and you see in other artists who you're like, bro, I know this nigga is not as talented as me. Like, there is no reason. Fucking you! I can't even think for artists, but there's no reason. There's certain artists that Big Chris like Travis Scott, bro. You're not better than me, bro. Like you're mm-hmm. not better than me. Like I like Travis Scott, but I think that he's bigger than what his music actually should equal to. If that makes sense. Like he's cool.
2: The name, the name of Travis Scott. There you go. That's that's heavy, but the music out of catalog. Correct. It's like, hitting, hitting and it's missing because you would think with him having Astro World and all of that shit, or for it to become as big as it is, you would think that the music would be like equally as big where you like, yeah, I get why he's doing that. But seeing that I've only started paying to paying attention to him recently, it's like,
0: mm, not so much. <laughs> I think he's a better producer than he is an artist because when I look at some of his production credits, he's got a lot of like his production of his music is dope. Like the yeah. sound, the sound effect, like, like actual world, it's for the production, not the
3: lyrics.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. But, he, I don't think Travis Scott's one of those people that, and if you do, God help you, but I don't hope he's not one of the people you like. Yo, them bars, <laughs> Travis Scott hit on, on such and such. <laughs> And it killed me out, bro. Like, that shit was fire. Like, no, you were sitting there. Like, the song with him and Drake, it's not because of the lyrics, it's the cadence, and it's the beat, and it's the production of it that makes that song so amazing. It's not neither one of the verses. It's not, it's mm-hmm. how they're, it's the pockets that they're hitting. It's not what they're saying, it's the pockets that they're hitting, like, play two, and, and, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's hard. Yeah.
0: I think Travis Scott has benefited from. Like this newer, younger era, like kind of around Jacory, your era of so many of like, especially a lot of the white kids in the that era that yeah, listen. Mostly right? White people love Travis Scott. Yeah, it's and then him being with the the Kardashian Jenner folk and stuff. That's only yeah, made yeah. it even bigger or whatnot. But like he's become like a legend for that. It's kind of like Kanye when it gets to life of Pablo, Kanye and Jesus. Those younger people fucking love. I think we talked about this before where there's I yeah, I don't know why these young kids love Kanye's new music. I don't get it. They love Ye- like Yeezys. Ye- yeah. Yeezys is the cutoff. Like, what, what was it before? It was My Beautiful Dark Twisted right before Yeezys? Yeah. 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 So that was that right there was like the last album where I know of our age group that loved Kanye. But for some reason, those kind of like the 25 and under. They love Jesus and Life of Pablo. I, know, I know a few people a little bit older than me that are like
1: devout Kanye stands who still love all his stuff.
2: That's weird. I like, I like Life of Pablo.
0: I lo- I liked it, but people thought that's it right. act like it was I one mean, of his
2: best I albums. Mean, that's my cut off. Like that's literally where like we've seen that was where we had already saw Kanye do a couple. He gave you a couple shows of like I'm I'm not all here. Like I'm a little little skitty. Like <laughs> yeah, he did I'm a couple good. shows where He was like, you know. When he said the, you know, George Bush doesn't like black people, it was like, yeah, it's true.
0: Man. It's true though. We fuck with they, it. <laughs> I mean,
2: it ain't lying. I mean, it wasn't the time for him to say it because it was just like, um, I don't think that was scripted. Yeah. But and then like the the Taylor Swift shit started happening and was like, all oh, right, you you doing a lot, my man. Well, he
0: but he was still dropping heat, so people was letting it go. I would exactly. say think he was so good that he erased the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah. And a lot of, but also I think for black people. We, you don't care when you see a white girl crying. Like, Fair you out. also, like, it was just a white girl. Like, if he did that to a Black, art, if he did it to Mary J Black, so we'd be like, yeah. what the
2: fuck? Right, <laughs> yeah. Like, now, then you get jumped because, like, we know you're doing it for Beyonce. You know, we understand why you did it, but it was <laughs> the fact that, even Beyonce didn't even want you to do that shit. It, that and that's my problem with the shit. It's like it's one thing if like if she ain't mad enough to run up on stage like man fuck that shit bitch. That was my award. I'm mm. I'm gonna put your ass off my damn. Like, yeah, Kanye. Yeah, it, do it <laughs> now. Beyonce was like, no, Kanye, what the fuck? Yo, we don't act like that, my man. Like we don't give a fuck about this shit. It's a VMA. Like that's probably how Beyonce was looking. Hey, fam, I ain't tripping off no motherfucking VMA. Like. <laughs> She can look, have I got a woman at uh,
0: She looking at Jay, Jay's uh, she, Jay, go talk to your boy. Hey, come on. You know, he's, he, he means right. well, he
2: means well. Then he started getting like loonier and, and loonier. And so I feel like right at 2016, that's when he started hitting like Looney Tunes farm. Like he started. Yeah, yeah definitely. He was and that's why songs. I stopped fucking with him. I was like, I'm cool after Life Republic. Like I I have never listened to Donda. I ain't never paid attention to a Sunday service. Um, None of that shit. I ain't
0: gonna lie. I was early on before like Donda, he was like really doing all the gospel. I was looking at some of them Sunday services because I'm like the music, musically, it was just really dope. Musically, I was like, this is dope. But then when I I heard- He but
2: still when, bro. That's well, what I was is. still
0: I was just listening to that. I wasn't even listening to his albums and stuff yeah. anymore. I was just looking at the Sunday so services. I, but I
2: called that play in my sleep. Like this, we've seen this shit before because Mace has done it before. You can't keep running in and out this hip hop shit. You can't go to church and you over here and you talking about I ain't doing the old if you want the old Kanye music, y'all gotta go play it somewhere else. I ain't doing this no more. I'm rapping only about you can't God. Rap,
0: Like you can't That's rap. Stuff when you're when you're in the spotlight like it's different like i heard people say well don't you go to church and your friend of rap different. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm not a leader in the field I'm also
2: not a hypocrite and I'm not sitting here telling you that I'm not going I'm sitting here in Sunday service talking about I'm not doing my old stuff no more I'm yeah. I'm only rapping about God from here on now and then you and your wife get a divorce and now all of a sudden now you doing shit with the games old dusty ass and you got bars for big dick Pete so like it's ridiculous <laughs> Big Dick Pete.
0: Uh, the game is also some. I'm go ahead before I was gonna go to the game, but say what you're gonna
1: okay. say. Okay, the Sunday service kind of scared me because when I saw that, I thought in my head like he's gonna be the next Jim Jones. Like it, it looked cultish mm. to me.
2: It did. It, did look it was. Cultish. It
1: was, was gonna, like bring his congregation in one day and be and pass around some like cups of juice and be like drink with me, <laughs> brothers and sisters, and then they're all just gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought when I saw that stuff. It
0: it was around that era where, like you said, he became loony, and that's when I was like, I I want to support you, bro, but I I I can't do it no more, dog. Like you I'm was fired
2: it's a yo-yo situation because like you want to believe that it, and it's like if that was really in Kanye's heart to do that Sunday service and to remove himself from hip-hop and do Christian bass or whatever he was planning on doing fine because you made Jesus walks so that's the difference it's not like Kanye's like this super hard rapper where he's talking about killing niggas his shit's like you know blanketed things so he's not like a gangster rapper and then he can go and talk like no like he would still be fine rapping some of his old shit and it wouldn't offend anybody. But it's just the fact that we've seen this play before because Mace literally left bad boy I've been called to preach go to Atlanta got a whole church you do that for a couple years Camera he talks bad about
0: that lifestyle but but we'll talk bad about his old lifestyle and everything just yeah. to get right back into
2: it yeah just for, and then camera I say some slick shit and then you want to turn around and go to the studio and mm-hmm. you get bars out and then you want to get on the lean back remix and then when that did what it did you turned around, went right, right back to the church. And it's like, if I'm a member of this church, I'm leaving this church because, nigga, I see you. Like, you was just in this secular world, kicking it with all these people. then you going to come back over here and try to preach to God. Like, fam, no. And, and
0: what's funny is, I remember what, probably, I guess I was like 15, 15-year-old 15 Will, Get mad at my mama because she's like, You can't live that you can't go back and forth being both lifestyles. Mama, you don't know. He's trying, like, and I'm getting mad and stuff at 7, yeah. 15. But as you get older, you see that like oh, you can't, especially if you're the leader of a church, you exactly. can't lead, you can't lead a congregation and then go back and do all these hip hop interviews, dissing other rappers, talking bad, and then go back to preach on Sunday. Let's talk about forgiveness.
2: Nigga, what? why? Why you just barred up Cameron? I got it on my SoundCloud. Like you barred this man up. And now all of a sudden, you want to tell me about forgiveness? Like
0: Yeah. So um, all right, we're gonna end the segment right there. Um, uh, I just want to quickly say uh the game is also somebody else who is not translated uh to this era right. and he is holding on, like you can tell that nigga is holding on and he is trying because I wanted to like when I saw him release a song with Kanye, like Years ago, if I saw the game featuring Kanye, but like, oh I gotta check this shit out. This is gonna be fire. But then I saw it, I was like, uh, oh, I'll get to it whenever. And I listened to it, I was like, oh, it's cool, but it's like the game, it's he's another artist is like, you know, bro,
2: probably go ahead and wrap it up. He name drops way too much. And that's what turns me off about him. Like, that doesn't make you a lyricist. You are uh, a spy with my little eye rapper. Like, that's what you do. You just look around the studio. You like, I got the Maybach on the rims, Dr. Dre, Aftermath, Camp Compton, Crips, Bloods, Jay Z, Biggie, Nas. Like, this is every fucking song. He he says
0: Jay Z, Biggie, Nas, Suge Knight, a whole lot
2: a lot. Dr. Dre's name Aftermath. Every fucking time he gets a chance to get on a fucking beat and it's like, you got that dope easy, e excuse me, sample on that track and both of you niggas, you name dropping and he got bars for a big dick white man. I don't get it. She's getting on my nerve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's wild because we was going to talk about this, but 2012, he released Jesus piece. And that was a fire album. I like, love that Game, album at one point in time, The Game was one of my favorite rappers because his first couple albums were damn near classics. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll be uh, right back. Uh check and look out. We'll be right back.
2: You've had sex with famous people, like, duh. We would expect you to be famous and have sex with famous bitches like
0: and that's who you're around my nigga so okay no,
2: if to not fuck a famous bitch like you would be stupid like if i'm around if that's like if me if i'm single and i am like all always oh michael b jordan want me yeah i'm, I'm not it. gonna do yeah. it i'm
0: not and then you go and brag about it to everybody like everybody. On the song. I, that yeah he it's the corny. game the game is top five corny uh corny rappers
2: yeah, because you just talk about your yeah, sex past too much, and it's like what, what, what I feel like this generation has come to find out, like asking numbers about body counts and shit like that is corny as fuck. Like that really has nothing to do. You're with- forty. You're forty. If you've 40, had a lot of sex. I would hope that you have had a lot of sex at your big ass age. Like you like I said, you're famous, and he's semi attractive, but with the corny factor to me like just personally i that shit makes you unattractive like it'll take you from a nine to a four <laughs> really quick because it's just the fact that and back to kaya it's the fact that he says shit that Gamer said about fucking your wife and all of that shit and then you turn around and go go in the studio with him like don't you think that's disrespectful like that's that's very weird
0: it's got to be exhausting to be a close friend, family member of Kanye. It's kind of because especially when you trying, like you like, I love this nigga. I'm trying, but it's got to be exhausting.
2: It is. I think it is. But I seen a TMZ video of a clip where he had punched out the paparazzi or whatever because somebody Recently? like somebody was hiding behind like a fence or some shit, so they was like sneaking and recording. But he had knocked out a paparazzi, and I think there was a woman with him. It was his. They said it was his cousin. And he was just being like super erratic, but he sounded like a five year old. Was like, this recently? Yes. Oh, that's why he got that. Um, he he has a looming assault charge because he had punched the the paparazzi laid nigga out. He was paparazzi laid out on the ground.
3: Yeah.
2: And his, his cousin was like, give me your hands. And he was like, no, leave me alone. I'm not giving you my hands. <laughs> and I'm like, is he 40 something or five? Like, I was very confused. And she was like, come on. He was like, no, you were supposed to get in touch with Kim. You were supposed to. I'm like, uh, and this that's is a, what I keep fucking with, bro. Like, y'all keep listening. And this is the motherfucker y'all keep dealing with. I don't get it.
0: That's the part of hip hop and music that I'm not a fan of in this era. Where it's not about the music anymore. It's about everything else. Like, especially that's a new thing with this era where you, like, a lot of the younger rappers who've come out over the past like four years, three to four or five years, they come out with one album and they don't come out with no more albums. And it's all about magazine covers and this brand and this business. It's like my nigga, through the music, like Cardi B, she actually yeah. only come out with one album.
2: She has one album and like, she keep, but she's kind of, that's that kind of strategy is kind of smart because her singles go, they, they yeah. do numbers. Like they go platinum, they go down. And, so,
0: and I get that. I totally get that. But I need to But it's like, but yeah, like, I guess maybe it's just a different era. Maybe I sound like an old head. But I'm like, drop yeah, a fucking it's dope it. album, bro. Cardi's Jog- made, made Cardi it, made
3: it clear
0: card. that
3: he's
1: only in this for the music, for the uh, money. I mean, Cardi's made it clear that this is a hustle for her.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what you're doing, because like when I listen to who all my youngins like with the music, it's people who don't come out with that much music. They don't. They don't. And then it's like you have to be really dope at what you do if you're going to take a long time to come out with an album. Like Kendrick can do that because Kendrick's albums be fire and then he'll drop a feature that kills the fucking game as well. But I see something like when they talk about like, I don't know all the different young female. I don't know any of the young rappers, period. But I know, like the young women rappers are, like what's huge right now, and it doesn't seem like they come out with a lot of music. And I know, like my students always talk about their names, and it don't seem like they come out with that how much that much music though. They're no, like, yeah. too
1: new to have that many albums though. Yeah. But yeah,
0: like some of them, like you have three years, bro. Like, and I also going back to talking about mixtapes. We also from era where people would drop a lot of mixtapes yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah, they might go three years without an album. But in between, they done dropped out two mixtapes. And now it's more artists will drop a song, a single here than a single there. Like, they'll drop a single in March, drop another song in June, but you don't get another album to the following June. And so yeah, it's okay. like, god dang, like, drop some music, bruh. Yeah, so it's yeah. just it's just a different era. But hey, if the fans are fine with it, they, they fuck with it. So... Dude, you only gonna keep doing it what your fans allow you to do. Like
1: and that bothers me because there's some like female artists that I really want to support, but they only have like five singles or like an EP. and I really, I, I'm I'll hear,
0: yeah, I'll hear one of these young artists. And I'm like, man, this is dope. Let me look at that music. And they got like four songs.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's the music. You got and, it.
0: And one EP with a six, a six-song EP. It's like, bro, all this shit since 2018, like nigga, it's 2022 Now what
2: have you been doing, bro? Meg did that though, but Meg's smart though. She's smart because she had she had a I want to say, like, maybe three mixtapes before the debut album. Yeah. And then you do, you got she had a feature run. Then she would have, she may throw a couple filler songs out there. So, like, I think what her and Cardi, I think it's just a different formula. It's a different formula to go about music. Now, the difference is that Cardi doesn't have a mixtape, like, not a recent mixtape, but she just has a lot of singles that... Weren't on albums, but they charted and they they went platinum. So I mean, I feel like if you you still eating off of it, I guess that's cool. But eventually, you gonna have to.
0: Yeah, have to- I think. But I also kind of feel like Meg Meg The Stallion kind of followed the formula of the older folk too, because like you said, she had like three mixtapes. She did a whole bunch of features and stuff. She was rapping her ass off. She was everywhere. Like she was putting yeah. in work though. That's the difference. Yeah. And all of that superstardom stuff didn't come until after. She put all that work in. Now, uh, artist comes out with one single and they're a huge fucking star, and you don't hear another song until eight months later after they've done four magazine covers.
2: They and- just want to do. They get. They. I think people's main focus now with music is uh, they want TikTok success. They're not worried about Billboard anymore. It's more so of let me um, put out songs that are for TikTok and that can get me to go viral instead of something that is of. <clears throat> good content good quality so
0: hot take like as jacori would say because Jacory's always full of hot takes you think lil nas x one of the people who is people uh paying for streams
1: no
2: you don't think so he's he's a gay black rapper they've been waiting <laughs> on that they've been some people been waiting on this shit. okay that's true or, that is true that, he got because you gotta think that uh the gay community of. Uh, they, they have a strong following and when they find something that is that's good they support they, the yeah you right they attach themselves to it 100 and they hold everybody accountable in a different way so like when certain shit happens like with the baby at um whatever festival that mm-hmm. was like when that shit happens you know how they try to say um it's different communities i you know th- although they can't come off a little sensitive to some They the way that they hold people accountable for the things that they say, you got to commend them for that. It's like you ain't you ain't you ain't you know, you're not getting away with that shit versus like with black people where, you know, you might have a couple of these people, white celebrities say the N-word with the hard E-R, the hardest E-R ever. Hard R, baby. And they're able to continue with their success and continue, you know, thriving and they're not held accountable. Nothing, nothing stops, nothing hurts them. But when you speak about the gay community, they are, they aren't, they hitting you with an arm fist like, bro, you're not doing that shit. So yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's like sensitivity training in a way, like forcible sensitivity training. Like you didn't know that was a fuck up, but I'm going to tell you why that's a yeah. fuck up and I'm going to show you so yeah
0: i think i awesome. think i catch my go ahead jacore old Town
1: road got about a thousand streams from me alone so i know it's organic it's
0: because you know, yeah when i first heard that i like no one had really heard like any t- i bet from all three of us the first time we heard it no one knew who he was he hadn't blown up yet it's not like we started listening to it after he blew up so when i first heard it I didn't know what the nigga looked like. I just heard it. I thought it was gonna be some big dude because the voice was all deep and stuff on the song. So I was thinking it's gonna be some big dude. And my cousin, my little cousin, sent it to me, and uh, we—he sent it to the family group chat. We all was like, bro, this is, this is fucking dope. <laughs> like this is hard." And then he, I saw what he looked like. I said, "That's what this nigga looked like." So you right though. I I listened. I was listening to the hell out of that song. I that think, red
2: mix is what got me when he yeah, was out when in, Billy Ray Cyrus. I was like, yo, wait a and minute. And then and then
0: it made it even bigger because you had so many people from the country music uh community mad. But so so I do want to say this. Do you think if it was some dude who was not a a hip hopper or whatever that came in? And did what he did in a sense. Do you think hip hop folk would have been mad? Because hip hop people, pure, pure head, hip-hop heads always get mad at something. I was, like I remember, was. they niggas hated Soulja Boy and Waka Flocka. They're killing hip hop and they hated that. Look, back they hated southern hip hop. That's not real rap music and all of that. Like I like only listen, like New York, like back in the day, especially, New York wouldn't play anything that wasn't New York. Yes. So so I kind of, in a sense, I do think our community would have also been mad. But I think part of me, I think I find myself being an old head sometimes because I just hate how Hollywood hip-hop has become. It's just sometimes, I ain't gonna lie, when I'm driving and I see some white kid next to me on campus or something playing a, uh, I'll give you a prime example, a couple of years ago when that Drake and Meek Mill beef started and you felt like, yeah, this is hip-hop. This is what I'm talking about. And then I'm seeing white kids playing uh. What was the Drake's big one? Uh back to back. I'm seeing white kids playing that. I'm watching Sports Center and some white host is making a joke about Meek Mill. I'm like, hold on, nigga. Y'all can't joke about Meek Mill. We mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. We hip hop. We can't. And that's when I first started realizing this shit ain't the same no more. It's out of here. And I feel and- like an old head when I say that. <laughs>
2: I feel you like I, I'm kind of like it's kind of mixed because like when I seen the um the promo for the Super Bowl halftime, I was like that was like more so of a, a proud moment because it was like, wow, these people are like hip hop. And
0: like, it's not a ju- they don't have like in, no shade of them, but it's not like they got Cardi B. And a bunch
2: of like new. So it's and young. one of those. It's one of those time that in a, in a moment in time. Like you know, each one of these people came from this era. Like they were they were breeded over here, and then the songs that they started coming out with became more popular, and that's how we got to you know have this dope ass rollout for all of these hip hop icons, and you know Mary J Blige being an R and B legend that she is. Like, that was just dope to see that. I'm like, wow, like, that's – because we ain't had that kind of energy since 2004 when Janice Titty came out.
0: <laughs> right. Hey, that I was, had goosebumps. I had goosebumps when I saw that rollout, bro. Like, when I saw Dr. Dr. Dre and Snoop and Mary J and Eminem and all that, I'm like, bro, this is this is what the kind of stuff Jay-Z was talking about he was going to yeah. do, work with the NFL. And everybody couldn't wait to call Jay-Z a sellout. And for me, I'm like, it's not because I love his music, but I'm like, Jay-Z's resume speaks for itself. Why would we think that he's gonna sell out now? He hasn't so like niggas 50. He ain't sold out yet. Like, I don't think he's gonna sell out now. I I hope not. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. But I don't think he's going to. So that I did I got goosebumps, uh goosebumps when I was
2: speaking of 50-50 that age well either. So
0: you say he didn't? You mean his music-wise or (laughs) Yeah, musically. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. musically Musically, that's but he has evolved with the times, and he is dropping heat like outside of music. Mm-hmm. Like, right. think-
1: oh, okay. I was about to say,
0: not music.
2: Not music. <laughs> Have y'all He's- noticed that he does all his theme songs to his TV shows?
0: Yeah, I peaked that
2: because that's the only music he can be popping from. That's Puff Daddy, boy. You talk so <laughs> no much shit about Puff Daddy just for you to turn around and become Puff Daddy. What's the same thing he did watch.
0: with Jaru? All that
2: exactly. shit about Jaru? And he yeah. did everything Jaru did. He was singing on. the, he did all of that shit, but on Wanks, just for him to turn around and sing all the hooks on um, Get Rich Without <laughs> Trying, which is a classic. Do not and get Candy it. Shop, Candy Shop, The
0: Massacre. Right.
2: He, the Massacre. He just kept singing. It was almost like, he was like, man, no, I want to sing. <laughs> Nigga, I'm
0: yeah, I need Ja out of here so I can take his
2: lane. I don't need no competition.
0: 50 Cent is probably my favorite
2: villain. <laughs> I can see that.
0: He's my favorite I got villain. I have
2: big villains about him sometimes.
0: And now he's about to drop uh what the uh the new power with Tommy? That's the one That's I'm about to I'm looking forward to that. And watching, okay, we're going to get back to this, but watching Power, sometimes I just watch it. I'm like, this shit is so soap opera and fake, bro. So
2: corny. So,
0: but I watch it, though. No, I be watching
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It do be corny, but uh, okay, let's move on. So, the albums. Now, we went from mixtapes. Now, let's talk some of the albums that dropped in uh, 2012. Uh, you have Future with Pluto, Travis Scott, really, I mean, uh, I, I mean, Travis Porter. <laughs> travis porter released day one make it rain and bring it back was on there hey. uh, nice life is good rick rawls god forgives two chains based on a true story like we said earlier gr- good music cruel summer lupe fiasco uh food and liquor Two, um uh, kendrick lamar we already talked about that good kid mad city meek mill dreams and nightmares the game jesus peace schoolboy q habits and contradiction currency was still dropping music talk about longevity um then even a little bit on the RB side chris brown had fortune miguel awesome. kaleidoscope dream which is a fucking classic and uh frank oh i said frank owens frank ocean uh, who's that dropped, uh <laughs> frank, owens. frank owens you know so frank owens i know frank, <laughs> uh, frank. Uh, but, but frank ocean dropped uh channel orange orange, channel orange. Hey, what the fuck is wrong with me you know, i would like to say um uh, one that stood out when i was looking at this I listened to the hell out of Life is Good. I was listening to Nas Life is Good like crazy. And it made me think, I will right, we'll get to that later. So what albums stand out to y'all from 2012? Let's see, hold on. Cause I will say, Pluto's actually my favorite future album. Okay, look, I'm not gonna <laughs> let you,
1: I'm not gonna let you front on Chief Keith like he didn't drop. I saw that and I
0: skipped right past his name
1: too. <laughs> Yeah. but uh don't like is one of the best hip-hop songs ever that came out like year. It but it's one of the best songs ever
0: wait a god. minute his his version or the one on cruel summer oh his version is better and oh my I god i just i look i just can't get in I, I get it he's got a large fan base shout out y'all like him i just can't get into him bro i i can't get into i can't get into the drill music either
1: okay well that's because they are old but
2: that now you know what i'll give you that it really might be to be honest you know what's so, the um mmg self-made volume two that came out yeah. in 2012 that's okay that's one of my one of my bops uh brandy dropped 211 that was decent i like that um and rihanna's unapologetic <sighs>
0: oh i definitely mentioned i didn't I even like, put that on uh, there. that was Unapologetic was... I used to play the hell out of that. That
2: motherfucking album starts out with Fresh Out the Runway, and that, I mean, it was like a fucking kick in the door when that shit came out. It was like, she almost blew one of my speakers in the whip. I said, yo, Reed.
0: Every, uh, every fashion show on every college campus was playing Diamonds as the walkout song for every single one, one
2: of them. Man, that's probably every child's uh, senior quote for the year, <laughs> but you got a quote it for It probably was. I brought like a diamond. <laughs>
1: Did you name it God forgives and I don't? Did you say that one? Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Uh, I'll say God forgives and I don't. Was that, and hold I don't
0: on. was that the one with um the uh um the Andre 3000 song? On yeah. God, uh, uh, 16, 16 yeah, it has it
1: has Dice Pineapples, 10 Jesus pieces, which is my favorite. Oh,
0: by the way, I would like to say the uh Trey Song's version of Dice Pineapples with Fabulous is I actually like that better than the original than Rick Ross's original. That shit was fire as hell. Trey Songz actually killed that, but my bad. Go ahead. You're probably wrong, but I'm gonna continue. Um, well, so, probably. Do you even know? Did you listen to
1: it? I haven't, but just I didn't I'm, get
0: this right, I'm guessing
1: wrong. All right. I'm so right. God do not right. life is good to me is probably a top. I'll, I'll give it a top five Nas album. I love that album. I would too. And um,
2: it's that. Oh, uh, what's accident. the accidental murder? Murderers. Accident
0: accidental. Murderers, oh, yeah.
2: that's my shit. Yeah, he was rapping his ass
1: off. See, that's that when Ross should have signed Nas to MMG at that time.
2: I like the way Ross slid on that motherfucker. We grew up doing graffiti, now Hollowhead's getting heat. I said, oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's- I will say, I did listen to the hell out of uh, Lupe's Food and Liquor too. hmm That was much. My- by that point. You what? I kind of stopped listening to him by that point. I think a lot of people, but I went back to him when that came out. I think lasers was the last time I really listened to by Lupe. Dang, for real! Wow. You see, see, yeah, food and liquor too. I really like because it also had that old um, uh, one of my favorite hip hop beats of all time. Uh, shit by um uh, they uh, Pete Rock and CO Smooth. Uh, they reminisce over yeah, you. Yeah, um, yeah, my way. Lupe had that uh, around my way or something like that. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite, that's one of my top five favorite hip hop beats of all time. Okay, I did that love studio. that song,
1: even though I didn't listen to the rest of the album.
0: Yeah, it was a really dope album actually. Uh, that, But um, so this leads me to a segment I like to call Am I Bugging or Not? Uh, we talked about Future. I'm shocked Future has become such a big star like he is. Am I bugging or not? You are not. No. Okay, so, so I'm not the only one shocked.
2: I am. I'm not even a, I'm not a future fan that I I'll put that out there. I'm not
1: At that time I wouldn't have guessed like it makes sense now but at the time I wouldn't have guessed. Well, that.
0: after it's happened it does, it makes sense but oh, yeah. what what how did he become so big? What was it?
2: I think when he dropped, she, on, hold on, wait
0: a minute. She, she for, I don't know. Y'all can have that
2: one. No body, body party. That's that's when he got. He came up right with body party. What the fuck out of that song. I ain't even gonna hold you. That's a body. Like, so Jacory, why do you think? What, what do you think?
1: I think when he got with Mike Will, that was the start of it. Michael made it when he started doing all his um, stuff. Uh, like what was the name of that song that he did with Kendrick? Uh, By the world.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know most of his music, so I'm gonna believe you.
1: Okay, well, yeah, around that time, yeah. I think when he got with Mike Will, that, like, catapulted him even more, because that's when he became, like, a gangster rapper or more of a gangster rapper.
0: Because when you go back and listen to Pluto and then all the other shit, he's totally different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so i just... I, and like I said, Pluto's my favorite future album. Like, I remember living in Tally when he was coming out with those albums and all of y'all was just listening to everything. I'm like, what was this on Real Sisters or something like that? Everybody Pluto more than Dirty Sprite, too. Huh? You like Pluto more than Dirty Sprite too? Sure do. I okay. love Pluto, bro. I love that album. I just, I don't, and I'm not someone that's hating on, on Future. I just never understood. I think Future also has the J. Cole effect in the sense where he knew who his fan base was and he leaned into his fan base and didn't try to do something different to get other fans. He said, like, I'm gonna lean into the niggas that love me. And his fans connect to him, like J. Cole's fans connect to him. Futures fans truly connect to him. I think the same thing with Young Thug. His fans connect to him as well.
1: Yeah, all the and dead guys and drug addicts and, and all them. Yeah, correct.
2: <laughs> the junkies. Correct.
0: <laughs> correct. All right. <laughs> uh, am I bugging her or no? Nah? Nas has gotten better with time. Yes. I
1: think I think Nas is. I think it's been like a curve. So Ill- Illmatic is, of course, his best album. In my opinion, most people's opinion. I think he had another peak with Stillmatic. And then I think oh. he had another peak with Life is Good. Mm-hmm. And like everything in between those albums was kind of like, you know.
0: So you said, you said, Illmatic, Stillmatic, Life is Good. So between Illmatic and Stillmatic, it was written I Am and Nostradamus. So I will agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I will agree. I love and I then, love I Am, but not, most people would say Nostradamus is probably his worst album. Yeah. Oh my and God. Then, and between, but between Stillmatic and Life Is Good, you have God's Son, you have Streets Disciple. Streets Disciple, I there was some, there was some stuff on it.
2: The only bit about uh, God's Son was the Made you look, the Made you look song, and the, and, uh, the,
0: the if the I kid. say Ludacris and Jada Kiss yeah. murdered that shit, bro. That's not on the album though. That's not nope. even on the album, but that's it's finally on Apple Music and Spotify though. Oh, it is the remixes on um Spotify? Me, that's
2: why that's why, brother, you should have had title because title is always oh Tidal. I had I well I had title, but then
0: they title doesn't have a uh I stopped paying for it. And they don't have a free uh, version. It ain't Tidal. Tidal version. They do now they do. Oh well, all right, cool. I still got my account, I just don't have it on my phone though. But I create I always create the playlist, all my playlists on all three streaming services. Cause I always say so it's why me and my students was talking about this. I say, if I'm really saying the truth, I think titles the best one. But because so most of my people have Apple Music, and I have an iPhone, it's just easier to have it on my iPhone and all that. So I have Apple Music. But I think Apple Music has the the uh, the worst playlists out of all three. Their playlists are shitty. I like Spotify's playlists. Their playlists are dope, and titles playlists are really dope. But I think I think it's titles, Spotify, and Apple Music.
1: I, I switched to Spotify after years on Apple Music because they kept aggravating me. Who? Apple Music. I switched to Spotify after years of being on Apple Music. Oh, for real? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you sound like a uh, like a, a a rapper that left a record label
2: or something that went to. Some I'm ending. I'm ending my uh, my contract. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm, I'm independent. independent. I am independent. I like
0: Spotify's to- playlists with fire. I got Yeah, you. Spotify.
2: Spotify.
0: I, so going back to Nas, uh, I think it was God's Son. Book of Rhymes is a standout on there, though. Book of Rhymes is dope. I think Book of Rhymes is the one where, is that the one where he's rapping backwards? No. 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 Rewind. Book of Rhymes is where he's like opening his old. Oh, notebook. yeah. I love that when he's opening the notebook. Yeah, yeah. Rewind and is when he's backwards. He had yeah. one of his biggest hits on there, too. I can. I can't.
2: That's for the kids. That's,
1: that's a song that has not aged well.
2: Well, It was for the kids, anyway. So I ain't pulling it up. That's not one of them things i ain't gonna give you. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to help. I
0: have that on my uh, I have it on my black history playlist, though.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> you play that in February, you know what I'm saying? That's not, yeah, yeah. But, but Thug's
1: Mansion, I think, is the best song on the album. What Thug's Mansion, I think, is the best song. on that I album. was
2: just
0: about to say the Thug's Mansion version with Tupac,
1: yeah, with the yeah. um,
0: the acoustic version. Yeah. Oh, heaven. If heaven was a mile Away, I love that song. Didn't they play
1: that on some dance movie? I think that's why a lot of people.
0: I think it was Coach Carter or something. Oh, you
2: got
1: served. On, you was oh, you got
2: served. Yes, sure yeah. was. So oh, you got. Started. When they get jump, they got jumped. At <laughs> the shit, got yeah. I forgot about them niggas. That was.
0: And hey, that's a funny ass movie when you look back. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good
1: song anyway. I love that song too.
0: Oh, but boy, yeah, I, I, I love the. Um. So we. I saw you said that life is good. So between God's son and life is good, we said streets disciple. Hip hop is dead. And oh, I love Untitled. See, I okay.
1: So I love Hip Hop Is Dead too, but it wasn't that successful of an album. Yeah,
0: no, I love Hip Hop Is Dead, but I loved Untitled, the one that was supposed to be called Nigger. Oh
2: it's, yeah, I like that one.
1: It's okay. It like love it. the song I love that album. Bro. Songs on it are very good, but it also has some lows too.
2: Yeah,
0: I I love that album though. Like yeah, the, I I fucked with that album a whole lot. But then you said Life Is Good, dope. Uh. Nasir, I didn't like Nasir. No, the one nobody that Kanye came produced. Oh, liked Nasir. That was that was shitty. And then you have The Last of King's Disease, King's Disease 2, and Magic. Fucking all three of them are dope. He him and Hit Boy are Kobe and Shaq together, bro. It's good. They good. I what feel like saying, people Jaco,
1: King's Man? Disease. Like, look, I'm I'm a huge Naz fan. I think he's the best rapper of all time. I feel like people overhype the King's Disease albums.
0: Why? Wow. Why, why do you think that? Because I think they're dope as hell. Like, why do you think they're overhyped?
1: The first, the first one is better. I can't really get into the second one at all. And I like, like the second
0: one a lot. I I just I don't know. What is it? Can you think? What can you put your finger on that you don't like about it?
1: I love magic though, but for the first king, I mean the second King's Disease. I I feel like the production, like the production, coupled with his rhymes, it doesn't really hit for King's Disease two. For King's Disease one, it's a lot better.
0: He does not, I'm looking at the track list. He's got a lot, like he's got the All Bad with Anderson Park, that was fire. Yeah, Replace Me with one. Big Shot, huh? I, I said, I'm looking the first one. at the, yeah, I'm looking at the first one. Yeah. Car number 85 for Charlie Wilson is one of my favorite joints, cause it's so smooth, I love that song. It's, I just feel like a hip hop vibe when I hear that, but I don't know, I really think, I'm thinking Nas has gotten, Nas has aged well, musically, physically, business-wise. Yeah. And because I know the women think that he is fine as hell too. I hear women say that all the time. I'm, okay, well, Will, let me ask you something. Women, women, hold on. Uh thug, you think uh Nas is sexy? Oh, for sure. Okay.
2: He's been okay. sexy my whole life. <laughs> uh even when he had the chip too? Fine. <laughs> when he got the fade and he got the, the, the motherfucking suit. Boy, you better go there, though.
0: Nas <laughs> does have some uh low lows. Like if you, okay, yeah. this might this might be a little hard. If you had to compare Nas to a basketball player, (laughs) who would that be? Somebody who's had some high highs? And you're like, damn, they had some low lows, god dang. I would say somebody like a Paul Pierce or Kevin Garnett, someone who is. I think that's that's appropriate. One of the greats, definitely. I mean, you can't find someone that totally gets it all the way. But they're one of the greats. They've won MVPs. They've won championships.
2: Only because Uh, Paul Pierce is kind of a hater, so I'll give him Kevin Paul Pierce
0: is a hater, though, but he loves trolling. Paul Pierce loves hating on people, though.
1: Do you think the production on King's Disease is better than the production on Life is Good?
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, I think Life is Good is one of his best produced albums. It it might be the best produced album outside of Illmatic.
0: Maybe I need to go back and listen more to uh, Life is Good, because the last couple of times I've only listened to, like, I love um you wouldn't understand with Victoria Monet. Like that's like a such a summer barbecue jam. So I listen mm-hmm. to that all the time. And I listen to I, I love Darters. A lot of people don't listen to that, but I just love the Darters joint.
1: Now you, you gotta listen to No Introduction and A
0: Queen Story. And I love cherry wine. This cherry is kind of telling you my vibe. Like I'm not listening. As well, when I on that album, I don't listen to like the hard hip hop songs. I'm listening to the vibey songs on that also, album. Also, back when I think back when is one of his best songs, and it's on that album. True. You got Bye Baby, Cherry Wine, Stay. So I'm gonna like have to go fun. back and listen to it because off the top of my dome, I'm saying uh King's Disease is better. I think hip-hop. Life is
1: Good is, is much better
0: produced than King's Disease. Now, Nas the Kevin Garnett of hip hop. <laughs> all right, so real quick, since you're on it, you said Nas is your favorite rapper of all time. Yeah. So if you're building your a starting five, like let's say like you would build a starting five for basketball, you're thinking you need a point guard, you need a shooting guard, a forward, all of that. How would you build your starting five for hip hop? So a five of like people who are all good at different things? How how you think you're gonna win the game? How However, you think you're gonna win the game, brother.
1: Uh, all right. Nas and Jay-Z, of course, those two gotta be on it. Who's your point guard? <laughs> If we're speaking in metaphors, I would say Nas yes. would be the point guard and Jay-Z would be the center, just because, like, in hip-hop, he's the biggest. Mm, okay. You got to put Lil Wayne on that team. Was he a shooting guard? Probably. Yeah, I think – yeah, that's a good comparison. Probably um, so the got... best
0: feature best feature rapper of all time.
1: Ooh. What well, are you <laughs> –
0: you don't have to go over there right now because you're doing it. I'm asking a lot of questions right now. You can stay with your starting five.
1: All yeah. right. So Nas, J. Wayne, I would put, you got to put Kendrick on there.
0: You don't have to. You don't have to. You have to. Because I don't, Kendrick, I'm not, I probably don't have him in my starting five. I think Kendrick is all, is more versatile than the first three artists I named. I know somebody who's more versatile than I know you're not going to name, but I'm a, I will put him on my team because I need someone that can do a little bit of everything. I, I would probably agree with you, but I'll have to hear when you say him. <laughs> and for the fifth
1: one. You need an enforcer, bro. A villain. A villain? I'm, I'm not putting 50 in my top
0: five. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it's got to be your top five. It's just your starting five, brother. Hell No. Mm. Like I can, I can understand if you put Dr. Dre because you want somebody that, like, as a producer, he's oh, putting I the to plays say, together. No, I'm saying, but as a producer, I'm he's putting the plays together. You need someone to put the plays together, bro. Uh,
1: you better it how you want to, like. <laughs> so if I can just choose like a producer who's not a rapper to put in that top five and that That's starting fine. five, yeah. Um, dang it, I might have to put Dre. I, yeah. No, no, uh, mm, down. <laughs> okay, I'll put Dre in there. I'll put Dre. <laughs>
0: okay, so you said Nas, Lil Wayne, Dr. Dre, Kendrick, and Jay Z. Yeah. Who's your um? Who's probably your team captain? Jay. Okay, and Jay Z is the team captain
1: because he's the probably, best
0: marketing. Who's the coach on the floor? Who's the coach? The coach on the floor.
1: I'm i I'm gonna go with the with the unpopular one and say DJ Premier.
0: Awesome. I mean, I think that's a very good hip hop answer. Yeah, it's a very good hip hop. Well, all right, what about you, Doug? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one point I had in mind when I was talking about Versa. I would put Snoop Dogg on there because, like, that he's versatile
2: as shit, bro. Snoop got every kind of album you can think of. Thank you. He's got every kind of album.
0: <laughs>
1: I feel well, like three of them are good. Three of them are good.
0: Hey man, don't be coming at Snoop Dogg, bro. Like
1: I'm not. Like he's iconic, but as far as as a rapper, I feel like he only has three really good albums.
0: And that's fine because I and it's weird because I would, would rate that lower on somebody else. But with Snoop, I'm like, I'm not tripping that he don't have that many like fire ass albums because he's Snoop. I don't know what else to say other than he's yeah, like
1: he's he's more he's a personality, yeah.
0: Yeah, and but he's gonna he's good on trap, but he can still he can still rap his ass off to this he's day. He's a rapper, he's just, yeah, he he's can still good. he can harmonize some shit, he can make some old school t- nigga. He can make sexual eruption, he can make that, and it's gonna be it's gonna sound dope and it's still gonna be fire.
2: It was and at the time when that came out, that wasn't even the right time for, for that kind of song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really funny. Funny. yeah. We thought it was corny, we laughed at it, but that's just a bop. I love it.
0: They are uh let's get blown, yes. Bruh, I fucking love Let's Get Home. Guess, uh, <laughs> so that's the one name I was just thinking of I would add is uh, Snoop Dogg. Like, that's like the first name I was thinking of, him and Jay-Z, the first two names I'm thinking of right there. Um, I might kind of think about Missy Elliott as maybe the, uh, maybe the coach to be, because she's going to write some fire music and produce some fire music too. And then she that's can come with her. And She can come in and make all kinds of sounds and shit that don't make sense, but when you put it on a beat, like damn, that sounds good as a motherfucker. Yeah. we gonna have we're gonna have a bunch of players that are versatile because Snoop and Missy, they're very versatile. And shit, if I want to just keep it not necessarily with iconic names, but like Anderson Park, I throw Anderson Park in there too, because he's versatile, he can play almost every instrument and then he can sing and rap his ass off too. So and sidebar. Uh, The Anderson Park and Bruno Mars album was a little disappointing to me because I felt like it was too much Bruno Mars. And I get it. He's the bigger star. So I understand it. But I felt like. It would have made the album more quality if it was more if it was Anderson Park featuring Bruno Mars, because he's he's just a fucking musician. that can do everything you need. So just a sidebar hot take, as uh, Dr. Clark would say. All right. So next, uh, am I bugging or not? Drake is the LeBron of hip hop. You want to hear my know, reasoning? How I feel about this. You, you want to hear my reasoning? My reasoning, I'm not necessarily talking about like how great either one is, but for one, both of them have been in their prime for a very long time. And most people don't get to be in their prime this long at all. Like LeBron's basically been in his prime since he's been in the NBA low key. He's been in his prime. He came in in 03. LeBron's been in his prime since like 06. (laughs) That's 15, 16 years in his prime. Drake has been in his prime for a long ass time somehow. Not saying that he's still dropping classic or fire albums, but he just knows how to keep dropping fire music. Like his name is relevant year round. On the radio, there's always like, I always say this, On the radio, no matter what time of year, there's probably a Chris Brown or a Drake song that is popping at some point of the year. It's always one of them. Um, Both of their names, Drake and LeBron names, elicit so much conversation where their names divide so many people. When it comes to basketball, he's the greatest of all time. He's not even top three. LeBron is overrated. Michael Jordan's for the old people, blah, blah, blah. And then the hip hop peers, Drake sings too much. He's soft. He ain't no real rapper, blah blah blah. Then the young people, and then you hear you ask like, when they whenever they talk to young athletes and they're talking, who's your favorite rappers? Most of them are saying Drake is the greatest rapper of all time. Which for me, that boggles my mind. I I love Drake. I'm a Drake fan. I think Drake is dope. He's cool. I just can't ever say he's the greatest I, of all time.
2: But yeah, I can't give him Gus Madis. I think it's wait for me. That just comes with a little bit more time, just a little bit more. I know he got a lot of work. He's done a lot, but.
0: I just We're feel
2: like, have more classic one shoot, yeah, and I feel like once you, because, pe- you know, when people are so active, it's kind of hard to give them that. So like when people usually walk away from the game for a little bit, not long term, but just for a little bit so you can miss them, then you like, you get to revisit they old shit, you get to, time gets to pass, you get to see if that shit even ages well, because that's been an issue in hip hop where it's... A lot of these albums, some of these singles are good for the moment, but they won't be. They don't have uh, replay value,
0: mm-hmm. like we said about like Fetty Wap and stuff like right. that. That's like it's that's cool, like.
2: That's always gonna be one of them songs you hear at like a a, a a crackle not not a Cracker, bro a Applebee's or a, that's what uh, I'm
0: just saying the- <laughs> <a crackle
2: bro. laughs> but like at an Applebee's or you know some kind of restaurant where it's like one of those chain restaurants old trolleys some shit like that that's where you'll hear like you'll hear that song you're like oh I remember that song but it's not. One of them where um, we sitting around like this and having a conversation, and you can yeah. say certain hip hop songs. You like, like if I say shook ones, you like, oh nigga, damn, that's my, yeah, damn, that's my, like, dude. um,
0: like Drake Tussie Slide, that was good for six
2: minutes, and th- <laughs> right, like you had a lot of shit. He had a lot of shit that, yeah, you was, you can honestly tell that he was just trying some shit out. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, well.
0: but I, I can play successful, and I'm like, bro, that's my shit though. I can. I can go up and listen to um, Jodeci's Freestyle with J. Cole and I'm like, bruh. Yeah, man, if you my- go
2: listen to the older shit, like the shit that, like, the go back to the beginning of his career, if you even yeah. go back to his mixtape, like, you'll hear, like, oh, man, some of that shit, some of this shit did age well and then you'll still hear some shit and you'll be like, well, not that one. Maybe not that one. <laughs> It's like, oh, I forgot about
0: that
2: one. That one, right. uh, right. That's cringy. Like, Marvin's Room, like, that's cringy. Like, uh, Hey, bruh, I can still...
0: Actually, I don't know. I haven't listened to Marvin's Room in years, so I was can about see it
1: to, I was it's just the lyrics that make it whack. But yeah, it sounds, yeah
0: the feel—it sounds good, it feels good. But when you listen to the lyrics, you're like this weak ass nigga.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so, all right. So, am I bugging or not? Drake is the LeBron
2: James of hip hop. I guess when you put it like that, I guess you got a point. I, and, I like Jacory,
0: it. no, Jacory. Listen to my argument, though, why I'm saying it. I'm. I, I, I know. I, I know. know. Me and you be you be having very different reasonings though. So all right, so so you say I am bugging. No, I didn't say you were. I think by that logic, yeah, he is a LeBron rapper. Okay, so okay, let's okay, let's dismiss my logic. Your your immediate thought was what?
1: No. Why? Because he's not the best rapper, or I don't think he was the best rapper at any point. Like LeBron is the best player now.
0: So you don't think there was any year that Drake was the best rapper? Out? No huh, kind of hard to go back and try to figure all those years out. Because I know they released those, these little um, um, notes and stuff of the best rapper for each year. And I remember, actually, I just saw one about a week ago, and I think the only one they had on there of Drake was, excuse me, my bad, um, was when he came out with Take Care in 2011. That was the only year I remember. And then that cause 2012 was Kendrick with Good Kid, Mad City. So I think 2011 was the only year in the last – since. 2010 yeah. that he was the best rapper out. So yeah. So and by that logic, yes, I could. Uh, I could agree with you though. But by this reasoning, that's so. Who do you think? Well, are you considered? I don't know what you would consider yourself, but are you considered Gen Z? No. How old are you? Twenty six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, like Gen Zs were like twenty four and under. Yeah, 25. like
1: I'm. I'm. I'm like on the border, but I'm a, basically a millennial.
0: You so also like, are you're technically also like 45 years old this nigga old as shit. Bro. Mentally, I'm like 45 years old. Yeah. Yeah, this nigga is old this nigga old he already like old black man calling other old black man Doc. Hey, what up doc? I can't call it brother all i right can't now
2: trying to get like you <laughs>
0: try and trying to get like you all right then now. All,
1: I've already started calling people young blood. Nigga, oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you ain't that much older than them talking about young blood. got a young <laughs> like, blood. So you're younger than me. Do you be sitting down and crossing your legs yet? Nah. I do. That shit comfortable as hell, boy. I sit <laughs> like the old black man in church. That's how I sit. I sit like them old ones in church. And I'm about starting, about to call, starting to call every guy boss. All right now, boss. i get at oh. you now. Okay, Doc. <laughs> all right now, Doc.
2: I <laughs> see your brother.
0: Yeah, but Jacari all this shit. Um, So, when I asked that for a GZ, Gen Z for a reason, which person, Drake or LeBron, do you think is bigger with Gen Z? Drake. Right. Okay. Why do you not say LeBron? I would agree.
2: I agree though. Everybody don't watch sports.
1: Yeah. Just more people are music fans than sports fans.
2: Yeah, music's more universal than sports.
0: I will also say even with Gen Z that watches basketball, they're leaning, they're starting to lean more towards like Steph Curry. Hey. Yeah. Steph Curry is like their LeBron and their Jordan and their Kobe. Yeah. And all of that. Yeah. They like Steph Curry is big with Gen Z and the young and young folk, period.
1: I don't yeah. know any like real sports fans who think Steph Curry is better than LeBron though.
0: Get on Twitter and you'll see that shit. Well, I'm not saying, he, yeah, no, you get on Twitter and you'll see that shit. And they love some stuff, Curry. And like you can even see it with those years where his shoes was the high selling shoe. And that nigga's went under Armour. And he was selling, he had the high selling shoe for like three years with fucking under Armour.
2: You. You.
0: <laughs> Loyal. Loyal than a motherfucker. Like, and then he's changed, he's changed. He's had a more impact on just the pure play of basketball. With now, all these players think they can shoot the ball like him. It's like, bro, you, he, and they think, well, he's small like me. Like, no, no, no. He's small compared to the other
2: basketball players.
0: Right. But that nigga is still way taller than the average human being. (laughs)
2: Exactly. Still taller than you. He just looks small on TV.
0: Uh, All right. Am I bugging or no? Frank Ocean, the singer, is overrated.
2: Yes.
3: I
0: thought you said I was bugging. Dang, I'm shocked y'all agreeing with me more right now. I
1: uh, don't, I don't know if I agree or disagree with that.
0: I, I just, I, I've tried to listen to his music so much, and I just don't understand the hype around his music. He also doesn't release that much, and it just, it's cool. His music is cool, and I understand that he writes a lot of music for other people. That's dope and all, but his music is not that dope. No, it's
2: not. I agree.
1: Um, yeah, there. I mean, there are a few of his songs that I really love, like Nova. Oh And I'm thinking about you, but yeah, besides that...
2: um. He's a little sleepy,
0: just like they used to say about J. Cole. I get a little sleepy. I gotta be in a very specific mood to listen to his music. All right, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, am I bugging or no, the class of rappers that were releasing mixtapes during this time period is one of the best hip hop classes of all time. When you think about the Drake's, Wale, Big Crit, Big Sean, Mac Miller, Childish Gambino, Dom Kennedy, Wiz Khalifa, Nipsey Hussle, Uh, J. Cole. Those names, like that class of rappers is one of the top two classes of all, top three classes of all time. No. Excuse me?
1: No, you're not bugging.
0: Oh, okay. You got (laughs) to tell me if you you guys, I ain't saying, I ain't know you said no, I disagree. Or Because when I think of the classes, I think of the class of like Jay-Z, DMX, Nas. I also think of Kanye, Rick Ross, The Game, Young Jeezy. Like, that was a dope-ass class, but I think this class, what I just named is number two behind Jay-Z, DMX, and nice I would put them as number one, honestly. In front of Jay-Z, DMX, and nice
1: Yes. As far as, like, how well-rounded they were and just the, the impact that they – well, not, the, not as far as the impact because, like, you can't put them against Pioneers, but how well-rounded they were, how much music they put out in a 10-year span –
0: yeah, I mean, it is a lot of music, but DMX also is the only rapper ever that his five his first five albums all went to number one. I'll true, say that. True,
1: true.
0: Jay-Z's almost low-key, the inventor of the club banger, in a sense. Um, and then he's fucking Jay-Z, obviously. He's the MJ of rap, basically. Nas, who we say is the Kevin Garnett of rap, but Nas is top five, depending on who you're talking to, top three, top two rappers of all time. As well, I don't know. The only reason I would say DMX, J. J J Nas and Jay Z at number one. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jaru, number one rapper of all time. Mesmerize, my
2: nigga. Mesmerize. DMX and Nas, Jaru. Let (laughs) me tell (laughs) you something (laughs) about "Put It On You." Mesmerize, baby. Come on
0: now. Holla, (laughs) holla, (laughs) holla, but. The reason I would put, this, uh, put that group number uh, first is because they laid the foundation for the next group. So what you're seeing from like J. Cole, he's like a mini Jay-Z in a sense where he blew up, became this big time rapper. And then he's got um uh, what's it called? What's the label again? My mind just went blank. Uh, Dreamville. Dreamville, where now he's building up like Dreamville to be like Rockefeller, where you have all these other young artists that's trying to take over as well. So that I, the only reason I'll put them first is because they laid the foundation for, the, for this group of mm-hmm. people to show them how to be moguls and still be some of the top rappers in the game, and that you don't have to just do one. You can uh, be great at both. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought another thing from 2012, look down real quick. I thought Meek Mill could kind of be like the DMX of his era, where like that hood rapper that even though he's selling records, He's still that same hood rapper that people would love, but he just ended up. I mean, he had the whole thing with DM, with Drake, and that messed it up. Yeah. Then he got yeah. corny. Then he just got corny after a while for some reason.
2: And you can't forget that he dated Nicki Minaj. Can't Damn, that. my freak, bro. I no I, no lie. I totally
0: forgot him. about that, bro. Damn. Yeah, that
2: was. That, that seems happened. like
0: another. That seems like another world, like another life.
1: Talk- he got to play off Twitter. That's messing him up. Like yeah. every day, every day he's on Twitter, his legacy gets more tarnished. <laughs>
2: like, he's almost turning into the Bow Wow of his uh, his his uh, class.
0: And it's unfortunate too, especially with Bow Wow, because he does so many corny things. People forget how dope he was at one point.
2: That's like on Twitter, they tried to say uh, somebody tried, had the the I mean the the audacity to say nobody knows. Three Bow Wow songs. I said, who raised you children?
0: He's gotta be a 21-year-old, bro. Fresh I Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. What, what? I can't
1: name
3: three bow wow songs.
2: I, Are you serious? I, I, yes. Oh wow, what the hell? I, I really can't. what? Fresh as I'm
1: when I, miss. I was okay. You just reminded me of that one. When I was in elementary school, I remember him being Puppy huge. Love? I don't I don't remember none of those songs.
2: Puppy love.
1: Puppy love, maybe. basketball,
2: uh, basketball,
1: yeah. Let's I remember, go
2: you. Yeah, but I remember.
1: You, I remember you I remember. should let. Oh, Omarion. But see, if if y'all, if you didn't name those songs, they
0: would have never came to my mind.
2: Girlfriend, what, Chris Brown.
0: That's, that was what I was about to say because I love that joint. Wow. Damn, Jacory! Like I, at one point, like young people would never understand truly how big Bow Wow was.
2: This man killed the Jumpin' Jumping" Destiny's Child remix, uh,
0: and he nigga was like twelve. <laughs> he was
2: twelve, he said, "Beyonce just hit my two when you said it's jumping, so stop fronting and do a little something." I was like, "Oh, this little nigga cold." Hold oh, on, what was the uh, his album "Doggy Bag"? Doggy. Doggy head, nigga? Yeah. I I think, and like
0: Ti wrote like
2: eighty
0: percent of that album, which is just yeah. a random fact.
2: but, but if Bow Wow did not get on twitter and be on social media and try to socialize act like he's one of us and try to rumble amongst the normals then his legacy would be intact and people would know three bow wow songs because then they would go search for him but instead what does bow wow do he acts like a grown man child and he's still sitting on social media talking about i I don't know man i still won't stay single bro you are 35 years old either you are going to get in the house i keep your mother Fucking ass in the club, but either way, stop getting on this motherfucking uh social media crying to us, talking about man, I just, I'm ready to settle down now, man, I'm ready to go out. I don't, I can't be lying down. Hey, take your <laughs> skinny ass offline, bro. We ain't got time for this. Well,
0: shit. Hey, what Cory said about Meek Mill every time he get on Twitter, he tarnishes his and, legacy a little bit more every
2: time because he did that shit with the vibrating panties and all that. Shit. Then, uh, all of a sudden, his Amazon uh shit started coming to his feed. Yeah, like, bro, you doing too much. And, like, and it's, so
0: it's It's so many people that get on Twitter and lie. Bow Wow. Mm.
2: You get caught in your lies all the time, yes.
0: though. Bow Wow challenge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just make up some stuff.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, this is why people don't know your music. That That's why. Because you do stupid shit like that. And everybody would choose. They would rather choose to laugh at you than to listen to you. Like, but that's before the all
1: that. I would say Bow Wow's biggest contribution to my childhood was Roll Bounce.
2: Hmm. That's wild. <laughs> right.
1: Right. I love roll balance.
2: So 106 in
0: Park. Well, Mister 106 in Park. So the 106
1: in Park I remember was um, Terrence and Roxy. Jeez. Oh yeah, that's
0: your generation. Yeah, I mean I remember that too. But we grew up with the original though, where when it
2: was Free though like, AJ, Dole, like, like,
0: bro, that shit was so fired that early on, bro. Like you couldn't wait. To get home and watch that shit, especially on Friday
2: afternoon. Yeah, I had to finish my homework. I'm trying to get to that TV set. That's also me. when,
0: like, the music channels was way better because you would get Easy home videos school, all day. Like, you would get yeah. home around like three o'clock. Three o'clock was hits on the street. Yep. Uh, then four o'clock to for rap two City. fucking hours. Two hours, Big Tigger, Rap City in the basement yeah. for two out four to six yeah. just yeah. rap, yeah, just rap music, and then from six to 106 in park. So okay. you had, nigga, you had four hours of just Straight black music, dope music, bruh, and music yeah. videos. Like, music videos was so fire back in the day, bruh. Hell yeah. Oh, man, I, damn, I just, damn, I, it turned to Roxy, they was dope on 106, 106 and Park. I'm not going to throw shade at all. I adjusted to
2: them, and then, then they fucked up and left, and then that's when, it, that's when the shit got off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of us did yeah a lot of us that we just checked but like i think some of us checked out after terrence and roxy once they was done We was like all right fuck this shit we well done. you
0: know so when i was looking up trying to look up research do trivia for this show tonight um i was looking up one of six and perkins stuff and i didn't realize that terrence and roxy didn't leave one on six and perkins till 2012 they was there until 2012
2: yeah it was there for a while. Then they, right, yeah. I feel like they both hit a certain. They were starting to smell themselves a little too much. So their ego yeah. was getting out of control, and they go- it wasn't going to allow them to work together. anymore.
1: And they they started like low key dating each other, and that messed up their
0: dynamic on the show. Right. Yeah, it usually does. It usually does mess Every it
2: up. Time, yeah.
0: So, random trivia question: Who was on Bow Wow's very first single? Who was featured on Bow Wow's very first single? Escape. She always
2: gets it.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jacory wouldn't have got that. <laughs> me. What movie was the? What, what soundtrack was it on?
2: Big Mama's house, it. God dang it, shit! Right. I'm a Google um, baby. It's in the bio. What's up?
0: All right. So speaking of that, y'all got time for one more segment? We got. I'll do a couple trivia questions. All right, I got a couple trivia questions. Uh, I think only three questions per person. Uh, I think we're gonna go with who's gonna go first? Mm, ladies first, as Queen Latifah would say. <laughs> as Queen Latifah would
1: say. I know, I know more Queen Latifah songs than Bow Wow songs
2: that's so random bro like what the hey i, I know <laughs> hey, i know my queen latifah too that's, that's my
0: but that's, that's just so it. random
2: that this so he would know that
1: that's because my dad put me to all that stuff so uh, yeah your
2: yeah, daddy got taste <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so
2: queen funny, is amazing
0: all right so uh ladies first first question in 2012 mac miller released macadelic which has several dope features which rapper said this on his mixtape? But you won't hear it even if your ears were pierced with beats by Dre, Lil Wayne, Kendrick Lamar, Joey Badass, and Cameron. Mm. All, all these rappers were on the mixtape except for one of them. Jacory, do you think you know? No, I don't know. Okay,
2: might have stopped me with this one.
0: Oh shit!
2: Oh shit!
0: shit. Uh, here's a hint. He's black.
2: Hilarious.
0: Okay. (laughs) Second hint, he's still alive.
2: Okay. Everybody there's still.
0: Third hint, it's a man.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, all these hints suck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine. A real hint. Fourth hint, (laughs) he is not from New York. Okay, that narrows down. All right. That's a good a little one. Huh? A little no, ma'am, it was Kendrick Lamar can't fight the feeling.
2: <laughs> Kendrick one.
0: Lamar can't fight the feeling. That's the first. She's like 10 for 11 now. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Ja'Cory. Who said, and I would never make up names for myself, then change the names that I just gave to myself?
1: Uh, I, I feel like I've heard that lyric before, but I don't remember who said it.
0: And they was talking about a very specific person in hip hop as well. The artist who said this was talking about another person? Correct. I'll give you a hint. Let me make sure I give you a good hint. That's not gonna give it away. Damn man, I was about to say, this person is still very relevant and all four of these people are very relevant. So. um, Two chains is debatable. He's pretty relevant. I mean, not necessarily music-wise, but he be on his show the most expensive shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that show. He got a cookbook.
2: He got a little money, a little piece of
0: He got a cookbook.
2: Do you think you know Jolie? Oh, no, no, I definitely don't.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't? Oh, OK. Uh, I
1: want to say, I want to say. This is a deep cut. hmm I want to say Drake. Why do you say that? Are you just guessing? I feel like he was dissing someone. Um, I know he's had beef with a bunch of people. And also this lyric is around, it feels like it's around 2012. Um, And I feel like he was the only person of these four that was like embroiled or like, you know, had conflict
0: with other people around that time. It came out at the end of 2011. So basically 2012. Um, I will say, yes, it's Drake. Do you know who he was talking about? Off of
1: his club paradise song. I would never make up names for myself than change the names that I just gave to myself. When I oh. say the answer, you're
0: gonna be like, oh, that makes sense.
1: Oh only person, nah, he wouldn't be talking about push a T. Mm-mm.
0: But, <laughs> hmm. he was you want the answer? Yeah, just give it to me. Do you want to take a guess, Doug? Uh, mm um, it was uh Diddy. He's talking about Puffy. Oh, Remember, they, that they had all all a little beef, yeah. That makes all the sense in the world, and that's also when Dr- uh, Diddy had just changed his name again to like uh, was like Buddy Love or something. Love, uh, or,
2: you said Buddy Love,
0: oh, but oh, that's that, Eddie Murphy, that's and, uh, Eddie Murphy, <laughs>
1: <laughs> brother. Love, my brother bad. <laughs> also, is it true that Diddy punched Drake in the club, or was that just a no? Rumor?
0: It's not true. Which you could go back and Google this and go look, Lil Duval was on Twitter. And he posted on Twitter one night, I'm about to make up a rumor saying Diddy and uh, Drake got in a fight in the club. And then, um, what's his name? Uh, Rick Ross's DJ, uh, uh, shit, I forgot his name. Sneak something. uh, Sam Sneak. Sam Sneak. Sam Sneak wrote him back and said, I'll help you out. Let's do it. And then they started writing it. And it really, and all the hip hop blogs picked it up. And that's how it became a rumor. I because, can't well. because remember what J. Cole's song that he released, what, last year or something? He talks about how him and Diddy got into a uh, a oh, little God. fight in the club. Uh-huh. But Drake and Diddy never did, so that was totally fake. But, you know, niggas believe anything other than um, shit about COVID. So.
1: Yeah, because I just, I just heard it through the <laughs> grapevine and thought it really happened.
0: Right. <laughs> That's it. how it That's it takes. Do y'all really believe Drake put hot sauce in his condom? I think yeah. so.
1: It seems like it seems like something he would do.
0: That's wow. All right, uh, Jolie. Wale released his second album going into 2012 with Lotus Flower Bomb being the first R&B number one single of 2012. Which of these songs were not included on this album? On his second album. That Way, Love Hate Thing, Miami Nights, or Slight Work.
2: On the what album?
0: On his second album, Ambition. Which going back and looking at, like, when I was looking at Wale stuff, I'm like, I don't know why he was so angry. This
2: nigga has had so much success. Hey, he got some of the best R&B, hip-hop songs. Correct. Like, like
0: that would be another good podcast. Like, who has made the best, combined of, uh hip-hop and R&B the best?
2: Definitely. I, I think I wrote that down somewhere. I think I'm going to go with B.
0: You going with B? Yeah. Positive? Yeah. All right. What album was Love Hate Thing on?
2: No, that I don't know.
0: It was on the next album, uh, The Gifted, 2013.
2: Yeah, I didn't like that one. I think that's why. He did
0: have one song with Meek Mill on there that I love. I just can't remember the name of it.
1: Uh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, uh,
0: Heaven something. Heaven, yeah. Heaven's afternoon. Heaven's yeah. afternoon. That was fire. That album was cool. But while I don't know, I don't know why he's so angry. He has so much success and he has a lot of fans that fucking love that nigga. So I don't
2: get it. Never satisfied. Uh,
0: all right, Ja'Cory. Cruel Summer was released by Good Music September 2012 featuring artists like Big Shine, 2 Chainz, Saha Prince, Hit Boy, Raekwon, and others. Which of these artists were never actually signed to Good Music? Q-Tip, Common, Most Deaf, or 2 Chainz? <clears throat> My first instinct
1: was to say Most Deaf, but I think I'm gonna go with 2 Chainz.
0: Positive? Yes. Okay, motherfucker.
2: Yeah, two chains. <laughs> okay, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: he was always he was signed to death Jam. Yeah. Remember how much this nigga loved True Religion jeans back in the day? Yes.
2: Uh, yeah. True, my, true, my jeans. True. He wanted his
1: after them based on a true story.
2: Yeah, sure He's obsessed. <laughs> I wonder what kind of bag they sent him. Shit. Bruh,
0: God dang, cause do niggas still wear True Religion?
2: I'm, I'm sure some of my old nigga here is stuck yeah, exactly. in that. <laughs> I, I used to that But they still do. There's they
0: somebody stuck in that era. <laughs> you know how they do. Uh-huh. All right. Featuring uh-huh. featuring two well-known rappers. This movie follows two high school students, a geek and a stoner, who become friends with the stoner introducing Devin to cannabis. Name this movie.
2: It's that movie with um Snoop and um was it Whisky oh. You tell me. What's the name of it? <laughs> high High Some High School Some Shit. I don't know. <laughs> the only cannabis movie that I watch is How High. That's how to
0: say that. <laughs>
2: only, that's the only one that gets recognition over. Here.
0: So I mean, you're on the, you're on the right path. Jacory, do you know the name of this? Yeah. What is it? Mac and Devin go to high school. Yeah, Mac and Dave go to high school. Which,
2: somebody, I know it's high school. shit. Which, fun
0: fact, one night I got really high and I bought that soundtrack on uh, iTunes for some reason. I was really high like two in the morning and I uh, I watched them. I went to Redbox. This is how you know it was that era. Went to Redbox, re- rented the movie off of Redbox and bought the soundtrack. That was the fucking worst movie of
1: all time. Thank yeah, you. like But this movie came out when I was in high school, so this is like a cult classic for my generation.
2: Yeah. I think that's it's generation-based. I think that's what yeah. it was. Like, yeah. How High for us, that was... That's when, like, Red and Meth was not in their prime, but, like, yeah, top of their game. And, yeah. and yeah. it made sense, that song. The, it just made sense for them to put that movie out. So that's why we gravitated towards that. So, yeah, his generation would know... Yeah. About Plus, that? uh, that one like dude, high
0: on one that one dude was in that movie. White dude. They had the show on MTV. He was like, "Yeah, Andy Milanakis. I put peas on my head. I'm a pea head. You remember that nigga? Yeah, I remember the
3: show. <laughs> I remember that shit? And he was
0: like 25 playing a 15 year old. Yeah, I put peas on my head. Hey man, MTV was fire back in the day, bro. All right, last question. Nicki Minaj had the highest selling album of the year in 2012. Kendrick had the highest critically reviewed album. Who had the highest selling single of the year? Drake, Nicki Minaj, Flowrider, or Gym Class Heroes. Which I used to fucking love Gym Class Heroes back in the day. You were dope. So, I right.
1: am guessing this was, I'm guessing this was good kid, Man City.
0: Correct, because 2012.
1: Right, so which which Nicki album with this would this have been? Um, the Pink. no, not the Pink Pink Friday, reloaded.
0: Pink Reloaded, mm-hmm. Pink Friday Starships. Reloaded. Yeah, remember Starships and that shit. Horrible,
2: still a horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the highest selling
1: single of the year. I'm, I'm gonna horrible. guess it was Nicki with Starships.
2: Horrible.
0: You want to go with that? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: look
0: thug is so on that just horrible horrible.
2: I hate hey. like it literally but, took me back to that moment like when that shit came out and i was like what the fuck is this hey but them little
0: white girls was in love with that shit and then when you get when you can get white kids and loving to love your movie or your song you gonna make a lot of fucking
2: money yeah but when you when you were supposed to be on this hip-hop shit you, <laughs> he was looking at you like the fuck is this like rosenberg was right to clown her ass back in the day when that shit i was
0: i was reading that today when i was doing the research and how they was talking about she got taken off a of, uh, summer jam that yes, uh yes. summer because he was like that's one of the worst fucking songs of all time he wasn't lying like we're we
2: not gonna sit here and kiss your ass and to you because you thought it was a bop and shit is horrible and i don't know who the engineer was but they should have told you this shit just need we need to hit delete
0: you know what? If they came out today, that'd be big on TikTok.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a TikTok joint, but that shit, that ain't that's not working, bro. Like, uh-huh. I don't give a uh-huh. fuck how much it sold. That's what.
1: So I think hey. it was Starships, the, the highest selling single of the year.
2: Unfortunately, it was Flow Rida.
1: With what song?
2: Apple Bottom Jeans Boots.
0: boots. No, <laughs> <laughs> that was like oh, 06. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. I can't remember. I was, was Flowrider
2: doing in twenty twelve. Oh, uh, I think I. As soon as he said it, I'm gonna know it. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right quick. What else did he have after that?
1: I don't remember "Right Round" coming out after "Apple Bottom Jeans."
0: No, it's not that. Hold on, I'm gonna find it real quick. Uh, whistle. Oh my god. Was, yes. Wow. And yep. uh, and good feeling. Whistle and good feeling.
1: I forgot about whistle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jacory <Jaquari> was pissed. <laughs>
1: Because, yeah, freshman year of college, that song was huge. But I forgot. <laughs> I completely forgot about it.
0: Jacory just got pissed. Um, real quick, I just wanted to say, um, we was talking about Drake with the song from Club Paradise. Um, that was the highest grossing tour of 2012. And it's wild to thank that his openers for, can y'all guess, can y'all think of some names who was his openers for the Club Paradise tour in 2012?
3: I think Kendrick was one of them.
0: Kendrick was. And two three other big names, J. Cole, Two Chains, and Future, all opened up at one point for him on the Club Paradise tour. And it's just uh, wild to look back that those artists opened up for him and look how big they are now. Yeah. But that just shows you how it was a different time and how Drake's still been fucking big this fucking long They hope. Like, and uh, but this is the era that I really loved of Drake because songs like Club Paradise, Free Spirit with Rick Ross, um, the motion jodeci's freestyle though like he was dropping some bangers right and this was coming on the heels of take care right after take care so um drake was the man at that time and he's still technically the man but i would say like for me if they're talking about like i would put even though kendrick ain't released something in a while to me it's still kendrick i would put kendrick above drake just for my taste yeah, um, yeah. i'll put kendrick up there and i would put J. Cole and drake right at the same level whatnot. Those are the top three of this generation. Um, also, just real quick, want to say um, I just listened to Corday's album. Corday's fucking dope. That's what I heard. Cord- Corday, have y'all listened to his album? I heard it, yeah. Oh, you would,
2: uh, I'm shocked you
0: ain't listened to it. You should, You would like it.
2: I'll check it
0: out. Yeah, you should listen to it. Uh, Corday's fucking dope. I think he's next up. I, th- I think he's next up to be honest. He's really dope. Shout out
1: I don't think so, simply because in hip hop we usually don't like artists that are too positive, and he's very positive.
0: <laughs> Damn, that's a shame. But you're right. It's sad. <laughs> Damn. I mean, because he's hella positive and shit. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> he's hella positive. I just wanted to say that I really fucking love the Cordae album. Um, but yeah. Oh, and then one more thing. 2012, DJ Drama was still hella popping in uh 2012 yeah. um he may still be doing a lot of dope shit now you don't hear his name i don't know if he's like an executive and behind he the produced, scenes on um, tyler's latest album oh okay oh yeah he did i forgot yeah i forgot but
2: uh yeah that's who huh that's he, uh he got generation now
0: generation now
2: yeah. that uh dj drama uh don cannon
0: Oh, okay. You right. They
2: have the Generation Now like with uh, they got mm-hmm. Jack Harlow and Lil Uzi. That's I that. forgot. Oh, you right.
0: were you Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot. So shout out, like he just went back to kind of the background now, mm-hmm. and probably kind of what you should do in a way, because um, I mean he was so big in the mixtape era, and that's not a thing anymore. So
2: and he went the yeah.
0: So all right. So overall, if you had to rate 2012, give it a report card. A, B, C, D, or F, what would y'all give 2012 looking back on it from all the music we were talking about, the mixtapes, the actual albums that came out, the one-off singles, just the culture, the era, the fashion, the shows, whatever. Scandal had just started in 2012. That was the first yeah, season right. of Scandal. Mm-hmm. And y'all remember how Scandal took over that nigga? Scandal fucking took what? over.
2: What do I usually to do on a Thursday? I'll
0: be watching Scandal. Oh, nigga, we used to throw Scandal. But when I first moved to Florida and I met this chick, and she, and she was like, "Hey, do you do you watch Scandal?" I was like, "Yeah, it's my shit." She said, "Well, I do Scandal parties. You should come over." I go over there. It's like twelve women. I'm the only dude. I was in heaven. That shit. We was and look. We would all chicken, liquor, Scandal, and women. That's all it was over there. And I was too with <laughs> it. I got. I had three sexual partners just from them Scandal parties. Scandal Damn. Parties. So, Dude, I, would have, I wouldn't
1: have told that on the podcast will
0: we
2: was protected yeah.
0: <laughs> we was protected you know it but, was consensual you know yeah it was consensual and we was protected with two of the three so,
3: all adults <laughs> but, two <of> the three.
0: <laughs> but now so what would y'all rate 2012 if you had to look back if you had to rate it a b c d or F.
2: I gave it a b plus what about you
0: Corey?
1: I give it an A. Um, I think 2012 is probably the best year for music in my lifetime. I think I know most people my age would say 2016 was better. I think 2016 had better club and party songs, but 2012 had just better music
2: overall.
0: I heard people talk about 2016 all the time, and I just don't understand why.
2: 2016 got some shit in there. What was 2016? Anti. What was Rihanna's anti album. Oh,
0: nigga, anti. God dang, that was 2016. Well, for people down in Florida, that was like the Migos, Kodak Black, oh. Lil Uzi era. Oh, yeah, that is true. And you know, this is probably for another day, but them niggas down there say they used to Kodak's the new Tupac. And they used to piss wow. me off when they would say wow. that shit. They used to, they
3: used
1: to say
0: all
3: I,
1: I understand crazy. it, even though I don't agree. I understand it.
0: <laughs> Kodak is this era's little boosy. That's all I'm gonna say. Exactly. He's, that's, he's, that's what I was about to say. That's what
2: he said with it.
1: Okay he's
0: problematic, they oh. fucking love him. He's hella southern. Yeah. Um, he may not resonate as much in the other regions, but the South fucking loves that nigga. And he's going to be himself no matter what. He's in and out of jail yep. all the time, but for some reason, people like making music with him. That's Lil Boosie and Kodak. Kodak is this era's Lil Boosie. Um, okay. But yeah, I would agree. I'd give it a B plus or an A as well. I think it was such a dope time in music for uh, mixtapes. It was great albums coming out as well. It was... Uh, I feel like that was the era where the one-off singles maybe first started. For Did Drake invent the one-off singles? Possibly. I kind of feel like he did. Like Maybe. I think he invented the one-off singles, and then him and Beyonce created the just dropping an album without telling nobody. They was the first ones to do that. Because Beyonce, which, was that four? Because I mean, it was the night Beyonce performed in Louisville, wasn't it? It was, was uh, like a self titled
1: album.
2: Yeah, it's the Beyonce album. But dropped- it was the night.
0: But it was the night she performed in Louisville, though, and then she announced an album. So
2: she I- didn't announce shit. She didn't announce a damn thing. That's. <laughs> I was at the concert. I made somehow. I made it down to the floor. Shout out to my homeboy Josh. So I, somehow I made it down to the floor. And uh, yeah, I was trying to I was trying to fight to get to that hand, but it didn't work out for me. But it is what it is. But but, um,
0: but it was that same night. though. Yeah, right? She
2: literally got off stage. I remember I was. um, Yeah. Me and my sister was leaving. And I remember checking Twitter and I was like, Yo, Beyonce, I just dropped the album on Apple Music. I said, do the fuck what? Like I would just remember, like she had dropped every single music video to the album. Mm-hmm. And my cousin had Apple Music. And I, I was a pirate still at that time. No shame in my game. <laughs> so I definitely before my head hit that motherfucking pillow, I had that motherfucking album on MP3. And that morning, headed into work when I had work in uh, downtown, had that motherfucking going. I was about had to say, did y'all listen to that? Did y'all
0: listen to that the whole ride home or not?
2: No, like I didn't get the album until I got to the crew.
0: I will say um, from that album I love Rocket and Nexo, those are my jams. Yeah,
2: I like and my, Blow. I like the whole thing. Blow's amazing. No angels uh I like No Angel and Jealous.
0: Yeah, Blow is amazing. But yeah, I feel like Drake and Beyonce was the first artist I can remember doing that randomly just dropping an album. Drake when did Drake? it with, uh, he did if you're reading this, it's too late. He randomly oh, dropped. I don't that. remember that was a surprise album.
2: Yeah, yeah. he,
0: he randomly dropped that that was at what 2015 maybe 14 or 15 15, 15. i think beyonce was 14 drake was 15 but i think back in the day drake was just releasing them one-offs like trophies and the motion and all of that which obviously whoever was behind that i don't know if it was beyonce or drake or one of their ars management whoever they were smart as shit because now artists do it all the time and uh, i
2: do actually
0: i don't miss that
2: what you say but everybody can't do that shit because
0: oh, only big artists can. Yeah.
2: yeah, just don't. You be like, man, I dropped that album and I ain't tell nobody else. Don't give a fuck. nobody waiting up all night <laughs> for <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've said his name a
0: couple times, and I love Big Crick, But Big Crit can't just be like, hey, y'all, dropped the album last night,
2: <laughs> and nobody say nothing. Yeah, now, nah, bitch, you should have said something because nigga, wasn't nobody sitting on your tab talking about? I know he gonna drop it today. Like, bitch, you better say something. <laughs> Look, look at my page at midnight. You better speak, nigga. You better say oh. something.
0: <laughs> I think that I think, you know, I don't think Kendrick's going to do that. But I do think Kendrick's going to do something like next Friday, like maybe a week before he's going to announce his album or something. It just doesn't seem like his personality yeah. to do that. I don't know the nigga, obviously. Nobody, but it just
2: doesn't. Nobody it. does. Nobody this
0: nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. None of us know. But I do. I don't think he would just randomly drop it. I don't actually, I don't think a lot of artists are confident enough to just randomly drop that album
2: that night. I I don't think so.
1: Only like three artists can do that.
2: That's only a few people that can pull that stunt. Yeah. Rihanna?
0: Yes. Uh, Yeah. Rihanna, Beyonce, and Drake. Yes. What about on the white side? Adele, Taylor Swift? I I don't think Adele
2: could do that. Uh, Adele wouldn't do that. She'd be like, fuck that shit. I'm still
0: So Drake, Rihanna, and Beyonce. I agree with y'all. Yeah. The rest of them, elite, like, J. Cole, he got at least give a, a six, seven day advance notice.
2: You got to say something. You got to put a teaser out, a picture. You got, you can't just drop your shit <laughs> after you get off stage. Like, now, nah, you better say something.
0: Like, you can be mysterious and just drop something a week before, just a picture or something. So, niggas yeah. can be like, hey, is there going to be an album? Right. Like, well, remember when
1: Beyonce did that to um promote the Beachella? Um, yeah. 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 How she just, like, posted something with Greek
0: letters on it. And people yeah. like,
1: Jesus. Yeah,
0: yeah, I agree with y'all. Only Rihanna, Drake, and Beyonce can do that because they can, like right now, we could be sitting here about to end this podcast at 9.24 and then I'll be like, hey, y'all, Rihanna just dropped the album. Because people are waiting
1: on her. So as soon as she drops someone's going to notice and then we're all going to listen to it immediately when we hear it.
2: Yeah, Beyonce did that shit out of time. Like, I remember I went to sleep early. I hate going to sleep early sometimes. I have I anxiety because one night I went to sleep early and I woke up and Beyonce had cut her hair into a pixie cut and Jay-Z and Dame Dash had a picture together. I said, what the fuck happened? I was, I was so confused. What the fuck is going on? I said, I'm never going to sleep early again because what the fuck is happening? Hey,
0: what is this? so, So Beyonce, Dame Dash, and Jay-Z caused your anxiety.
2: With, with, simple, with simple run-of-the-mill shit, because, like, you know, Beyonce's free to cut her hair, like, girl, do your thing. But it was just like, what? Don't you, like, the type of impact they got? Yeah. And then you knew Jay-Z and Dame, well, at that point, they weren't nothing. Like, right. they were, like, bitter exes. So for them to have pictures together, it was like, yo, what minute.
0: the fuck is going on? When, can Jay-Z drop an album out of nowhere? Not no more. Maybe. I guess I'm thinking I'm, maybe I'm thinking just from me, but if Jay Z just randomly drop it, nigga, I'm on that shit. Maybe he can't do it anymore. Maybe nah, he can't. No, because nah, you got all these all these little kids saying that um, Jay Z. Oh, okay, you're right. You're right. I think because yeah, it's a difference because Drake, Rihanna, Beyonce still have all the younger fans that fucking love them. Yeah. Jay Z, as much as he's the greatest and I love him, he <laughs> don't have he don't have an 18 year old that's on his jock though.
2: He still put out a teaser for 444. So. That doesn't even his a
0: hey, the way he marketed four
2: forty four though. You know what the fuck it was. Man. Now that was smart because he really you didn't know what you didn't know if it was a movie, a uh, clothing line, a cologne, a juice. You didn't know what the fucking shit was. But <laughs> once it, once it was presented, it was like oh shit, nigga, it's an album. But he had to do that mysterious rollout shit where it just kept popping up every fucking word. So, shout
0: out. You know, shout out. I missed that. And shout out to those artists that um, are creative like that with the, the, the rollouts, the way they drop their albums, everything. I like that. I don't think enough of the artists of today. And I don't just mean the younger artists, just the artists, period, that are dropping music today are creative like that anymore. They're they not about that life. But like the Jay-Z's and Beyonce's of the world, they're so fucking creative, man. I, and I, I appreciate it. And it doesn't go overlooked. Like, that shit's dope as hell. Because that 444 rollout was...
2: Very that was amazing.
0: That was fucking amazing, bro. Yeah. That, that was you got really everybody's
2: good. attention, and that's what you want to do when you're trying to put out um, something.
0: Can I got to admit one more thing. Um, I don't know if I should be embarrassed about this at all. But before 444 came out, I was really thinking that Jay-Z was done. I didn't think he was going to be able to release anything else that I was going to love anymore. Actually, it's been twice in my life. I thought that Watch the Throne was... Going to be whack. I was like, man, this. I'm, I think they probably done. they not, this is going to be trash. I, hold on. Three things. My bad. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Jay Z, I'm so sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, Watch the Throne. I thought, Watch the Throne. I'm like, man, he's probably done. Him and Kanye, whatever. This is, I ain't got, I don't have half hopes for it. And then I fucking loved that it. it was dope. <laughs> um, uh, 444. I thought, I don't know. Like, what else he got to rap about? It's probably going to be whack. Like, I, it's, it's just going to sound rushed. I don't know. Then I listen, I'm like, damn. He was he was like rapping off beat on some of the songs. And I'm still like, this shit is fucking fire. Like, it was dope. And then um, Beyonce and Jay-Z's The Carters. I thought that was going to be trash because I was like, I'm just not excited for Beyonce and Jay-Z's music together. I hadn't heard anything that I would think an entire album was going to be fire. And The Carters, that is a perfect summer. That album is great to cruise to during the yeah, summer.
2: Definitely. It's it good. is great. It's really good,
0: but I just had to get that off my chest. It was those three albums three, that, I, that I really thought was going to be trash. And to be honest, I can go back and listen to all three of those all the time and still enjoy it. I, yeah. I love all of those.
3: Yeah.
0: But I, but I, the Carters—that is a great album to vibe to during the summer. Windows yeah. down in the car, cruising around—that is a great album.
1: I said the same thing about Nas. Afterlife is good because remember he was. Afterlife is good. He was teasing his next album for like three years and it didn't come out and then he came out with Nasir and I'm like come on Nas like
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on Nas <laughs> you teased this for three years and then <laughs> but then um, when, Lost, when Lost Tapes 2 came out after that I was back on like okay now nah, it's nah- like
0: it's like Dr. Dre uh teasing a follow-up to the chronic and then he releases uh what was that shit that came out after uh the NWA movie uh
2: Compton oh um,
0: Compton yeah that's that's
2: right. shit. It was all right. They had a couple of decent songs on there, not because I just thought it was, I just thought it was gonna, I was waiting
0: for like the detox. He kept talking about the detox, so I'm thinking it's gonna be that detox
2: brother it's free yourself. <laughs> Free yourself. We're not ever getting detoxes.
1: I, I was waiting on detox as a kid, too. Everybody when-
2: was waiting for detox, and we're not ever going to get it. Every rapper was bragging about writing on the Every shit. Every rapper. I was just in the studio session,
0: man. It's going to be so All that
2: hard work to work on a motherfucking album that ain't never going to see the light of day until Dr. Dre passes away. That's when detox will come out. That's when...
0: And then it's going to be like, the estate of Andre Young has decided yeah, to release the detail. Exactly. And
2: we're going to be like, oh my God, why didn't it's he release this up. when he was alive? You know, but we don't want it. Nah, I, I just feel like most of them lyrics and shit probably didn't age well. That, that shit ain't going to translate.
0: He's going to be talking about slapping bitches.
2: Like, nah, and that's not going to be good because uh, of his track record after the uh, L.A. <laughs> Lifetime movie came out. Like, bruh. <laughs> I want
1: them. even before compton he had those couple yeah. singles like kush and i need a doctor
2: mm-hmm. that
1: just didn't sound like him hey i did love some i need a
2: doctor i ain't gonna lie it was whack <laughs> <laughs> i did fucking i fucked with i a not eminem ain't aging well that's that's okay. unfortunate there's that,
1: that, oh. another rapper i think should stop
2: yeah right now because i'm tired of that limit them i have fail well, I'm not impressed anymore like nigga we know with this well, I came up on the Buster around and Twister like and you rapping out fast that's what's up but my, you gotta do more than that
0: Eminem is also like we talked about earlier a nigga that still dresses like in that certain era and that's how he's dressing still. Yeah, I, he, Eminem's dressing like he's going to the MTV Awards in
2: 2005 yeah. that's how he's dressing still that's what do and shit
0: and it also, it kind of hurts me that he's not translating more to this time, that it's somehow, that people act like he's some shitty rapper. Now, I'm like, no, Eminem was a fucking fired, dope-ass rapper, but he's got to stop. He should only do features. Some yeah. features. But he's on Corday's album, and he kills it. I'm going to say that. He kills it on Corday's album. I'm going to say that. Check but it. he shouldn't do anything more than features. He, just nothing else. But yeah, yes, yeah. he's he's somebody else, and um. Yeah, what, um,
1: what, what album was that with um Love The Way You Lie on it? Was that Relapse? Or, Rihanna's, or Recovery? It, it was Recovery. It was Recovery. But that should have been his last album.
2: Yeah, he should have yeah. stopped like that. Love The Way You Lie was a big-ass record. And he should have just ended on a high note. Just get yeah. at it.
1: <laughs> and his I song, have, And No Love With Lil Wayne. That's a slept-on classic song. I love that song. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I, pray, I just pray and hope that Lil Wayne doesn't become this. He's like the, like these rap. You think he's becoming it now? I don't think so. No, because I think he. I don't
2: know because he at, at first I thought he was headed that way, and then he kind of. I think he kind of straightened himself back up. So He's been I'm,
0: dropping some fire features, features though. That's he, what I'm
2: saying. Like some of his features kind of went, kind of very left. Like he was kind of falling off, but I kind of he kind of readjusted himself and got back. So I don't did know. You,
0: did you like the what was it? The Carter Six, the one that everybody or Carter Carter Six that everybody was waiting for? No replay value. Uh, to- yeah, it's it's no replay value. You're right, and. <laughs> They was hyping that up like the detox as well.
2: Yeah. Um, he was that was started into the detox, the card of five, because he started rapping about Lisa
1: the is the only song on there that has replay value. The what? With
0: Patrick Lamar.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, was- he
0: got a song with a uh, Shanti on there that I'll fuck with. <laughs> 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 on that note, um, this has been another hour of the chicken and liquor hour. Um, my nigga Thuggling. Thugolina, I fucks with you. Um, oh, uh, give him your Instagram, your, your playlist,
2: your, your all that. Good uh, stuff. Twitter, Instagram is Thugolina Jolie. Uh, the playlist is soundtrack to the session. Follow me. I'm on Apple Music. I'm on Spotify as well. Uh, title is free, guys. Y'all can check that out. <laughs> Y'all, can, it's just like it's the free version, like a Spotify. So you can check that out if you want. It's
0: like it's like if she had an OnlyFans that you gotta pay for, but then she has a free version of OnlyFans. Right.
2: So don't act like, you know, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have that. Like, oh, no, you don't, you don't have to pay for it. It's free, sweetheart. Um, <laughs> Did you, did you make a playlist for 2012? Yeah, I actually made one, I think last year. I made it for 2012 to 2013. And it's, there's, uh, only a,
1: there's only one of your playlists on Spotify? Cause I see 138 on Spotify.
2: Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them, but I don't, I, with Spotify, I just kind of throw my up. I don't really jig with Spotify too much to like, get like titles my home home yeah. base for me yeah. but then and like i do have them all on apple music they are mostly on spotify most of them are but i got but some I got playlists. Kind of, I, I got all kind of shit like all, all kind of different vibes some you oh, know she got a hella playlist y'all yeah. so i she,
0: like to think that i like to think that i got playlists
2: but she she got hella playlists <laughs> <laughs> I get into these grooves. That's
0: what happened. Uh, so it was funny, random, but I created like a trivia game based on trivia from 1990 to 1994. So then I made a playlist of music just from those years. Then I have a, a 95 to 98 mm-hmm. playlist, which I made a trivia game for that music. And then I have a 99 to 03. Mm-hmm. And it was just so funny looking at how the music changed as I'm adding them to each playlist over the years and stuff. It's just wow that you're really going through how everything changing, especially the biggest change was when you got to 99 to
2: 03. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was, yeah. The, my next session I'm putting out is uh, 92 to 93. So that's, that's 30 years ago. And to go and to think that that was 30 years ago and I was only six years old and listening to these songs and knowing these songs, I was like, yo, I shouldn't have been listening to half of this shit, but hey, it's just. nigga.
0: Okay, I was listening to Leah rock the boat. I said I shouldn't have been listening to this shit. When
2: I was in fucking high school singing that shit. Talking about working in the middle. Work, mom, I work the middle. Mean, <laughs> I should have been punching me in the middle. The fuck wrong with you? You ain't work. You ain't working shit but a I job. Have to your middle, all right, bitch? I bitch, got to <laughs> suck in your motherfucking mouth. Man, you better go to Kroger.
0: That's the only you better work. Are you want my the son,
2: Nigga, get a job. The fuck.
0: <laughs> and what a wild time to be alive. It is wild to think the nineties was thirty years ago.
2: It is. It's it's blowing my mind. But yeah, that's where y'all can find me at check me out. Okay. Oh, Banshee's Block, my bad. My podcast, Banshee's Block also. My bad. Okay. <laughs> we
0: gotta, we'll have to get uh Lerado
2: here. Yeah, I was gonna hit you. Yeah, we gonna I'm instead he taking too long, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna enlist you for this episode because he he dragging his feet. All right, I'll hit him up. I'll
0: hit him up, he, n- niggas, niggas with the the delicious beards just think they better than everybody.
2: <laughs> I wrote him on his, I was talking on his birthday. I said my dude, like I, I wrote you like a couple weeks ago about this podcast episode. Like I want, I want to get this one in the air, but I'm about to go right. find somebody else.
0: <laughs> right, little Nate Robinson over here, bro. <laughs> uh, anywho, as Thugolina Jolie, It's um Dr. Clark has a lot of warrants, and so he don't never want to give yeah. any of his stuff. He swear he got warned. He's also the same nigga. Hey, let's take a picture. I don't, I don't, know, about, I don't know about doing all that. Hey, all right now. Man. He's such a clown face
2: over me when you put it
0: Yeah. But, uh, but this has been another hour of the chicken and look hour. I thank you, my niggas, thugalina, uh, Dr. Clark. It's been a great hip hop talk. I love my I love doing the hip hop episodes every blue moon. There's some some fun shit. Uh it's been another hour. Love y'all. Eat some wings, drink some liquor. Uh fuck y'all. Be blessed well bye <laughs> <laughs> y'all